0: I do <laughs>
1: Corner of the Galaxy on CornerOfTheGalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. It. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com.
0: I'm your host Josh Gesman, coming to you on a Thursday, September 30th, last day of September. LA Galaxy have an El Trafico this week. We're going to get you ready for that game. LA Galaxy will be uh, hopefully rebounding after another loss. Eight-game winless streak, three-game losing streak, a whole bunch of bad things. We're going to talk about them. We're going to tell you why it's not so bad. And we're not going to lie to you either. So it's not great. It's not bad, the whole deal. Uh, we want to talk about that RSL game for sure. It's going to be a large portion of all this. And as soon as the phone rings here, we're going to be joined by mr landon donovan who will be getting a statue this weekend so um yeah i don't know why white whale we've talked about this we'll talk about a little bit more to help me do all of that he's back right now it's eric the portuguese hammer beer eric how's it going
2: buddy it's going well glad to be back what a time to be alive i was obviously with the galaxy's current uh form that's one thing to discuss but uh you know, an El Tráfico coming up on the weekend—that's exciting. Statue unveiling—that's exciting. And like you said, the White Whale—we may get to speak to the legend himself. LD can't spell legend without LD. So exciting, exciting times. And and like you said. We'll 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 see. I know the 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 chat was uh, already talking about you know getting close to the cliff. So we'll we'll talk some people off the cliff, hopefully, uh, and and then maybe talk about some people who don't like that we like talking them off the cliff. Uh, We'll talk about that as well.
0: Yeah, there seems to be this 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 I don't know this this anger, uh, especially at me. It seems to be that you know (laughs) that like it's like I have anything to do with how the LA Galaxy play. I have I have by the way, uh, despite however I mean one I'm honored that you would think that. Um, I have that kind of pool, Eric. I mean, you know, some people think that I can make lots of things happen. I can ask questions. That's about the, the, the extent of my power, um, here. So, uh, I, I, I've always said, I'm not going to lie. If people remember 2017, we basically went through most of that season saying this galaxy team is not good enough. They need to get mm-hmm. rid of people. I still think they should have kept current awful longer than they did. Um, but you know, having said all of that, it didn't work out. And that was a horrible year. 2020 was a horrible year. We didn't sugarcoat yeah. any of that either. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the LA galaxy are better than they are. Um, I think we thought maybe they were better than they are, Eric. They're, they're, they're yeah. not. Um, and I think we've seen that. Uh, I'm not, also not going to tell you that the, the sky is falling right now. There are people who want to fire Greg Vanny right now. And I, I just want to know how hard they hit their head on something that they think <laughs> another rebuild would be something that anybody would want to go through. I mean, It just if we take it at its simplest form and we're going to get into the RSL game, there's good stuff, there's bad stuff, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there and it's a mixed bag and we'll hear from Greg Vanny and sort of go through all that. Um, But, you know, just take it at its basis form. If you fired a coach now and it's a minority, I'm not saying it's a majority of people. If you fired Greg Vanny right now, you would have to get a new coach. You would have to get a new system you might have to get new players again, which Mm -hmm. by the way, the galaxy just brought in 17 players in this season,
2: all with four, four year contracts and five year contracts. Yeah. So, you know, you, you
0: eventually have to stick with a plan, right? And GBS said he had a plan and I don't know that he said, I don't know that he had a plan and the whole deal. So um, however we look at that and however we do that um, it's just, it's one of those things where we sit there and say, you know, it's the plan needs to work. Let Greg Vanny have the time to get through that plan um, and hopefully everything will go well. Now, I was going to let you speak, Eric, but we have a special guest on the line, so um, I'll defer. I'm going to pretend that I know what I'm doing. I'm going to I'm going to hit the volume up and we're going to see if we can do this. Uh, Joining us now on the phone, he's getting a statue this weekend. He's an L.A. Galaxy legend. Uh, This is, I I said, my white whale, Uh, Mr. Landon Donovan. Landon, are you there, buddy?
3: I'm here. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you perfectly.
0: 100%. See? It's, it's like. Sorry we...
3: about that, Eric. You're going to have to hold that thought.
2: Uh, you know what? I, I, I think if I'm going to defer to someone, uh, I, I think I'm okay with this. I'll live with it. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Landon, first of all, thank you for for coming on. I, I say a white whale, and and I talked about you on this podcast before, but we've been doing this show for 13 seasons and and covering the LA Galaxy. And I remember having conversations with uh with Justin Pearson back in the day about uh, how I could get you on the podcast. So um it, it's been a while, and I'm I'm glad that you reached out today, and uh, I'm I'm very excited for this weekend. I just have to I have to ask you what does it what does it feel like to to approach this weekend knowing you know there's a statue of you that's going to be out in front of the stadium that you know people are coming specifically. to to see this is a little bit of a trip
3: well first of all i'll answer your question in a sec but first of all you i you guys have done a great job for a long time and i'm sorry this hasn't happened sooner um we'll blame it on justin for the time being perfect i appreciate um all you guys have done because as you guys know the league hasn't always looked like what it does today and so everybody involved along the way who built it and helped it get to this level, deserves appreciation. So I'm really grateful for you guys and thank you for having me on. Um, as far as this weekend goes, it's a, it's a crazy weekend. Um, just in a lot of the people that are closest to me that I love will be there all through the weekend. A lot of former teammates that I love who honestly were so instrumental in making something like this happen will be there. And then mixed in, in my now new love which is coaching we're actually playing the galaxy 2 on saturday night as well so there's a lot to manage and handle uh, emotionally and then logistically and then also doing my job as as a coach so there's a lot going on this weekend but as i like to say these are these are good um challenges to have i'm very fortunate
0: yeah, it, it certainly seems that way. I mean, you know, you have to go back a long time uh, and and obviously I've, I covered you for a long time and, and it goes back way before even I started doing that. But I mean, when you started playing soccer, did you ever imagine that you would sort of get to, you know, the level that you got to with the U.S. men's national team? I mean, you know, eventually playing over in in the U.K., um, you know, playing for the L.A. Galaxy, winning championships for the L.A. Galaxy. Did you ever Sort of, I mean, I know sports figures often have big dreams and, and big ideas of where it goes, but did you think it would go the way that it did?
3: Well, I'll give you guys a little background on me. For, for people who don't know, I I grew up in a, in Ontario, California. We grew up in a 900-square-foot home. My dad was an electrician. My mom uh, was a teacher. If you know anything about being a um, school district a school district electrician and a teacher, you know, they don't make a lot of money. So the, the beginning was extremely humble for us, and it's part of the reason why I was able to succeed is I always, always had that um, grit about me because it was a way to be accepted and, and make a better life. Um, but also at the time, I, I was born in 82, and until I was 12 years old, Major League Soccer, I'm sorry, 14 years old, Major League Soccer didn't exist. Right. So there was no dream for me of playing in Major League Soccer. Also, cable TV wasn't a thing then, right? So yeah. we had you know, basically five channels, and all that was on was Laker games, Dodger games, uh, some NFL games. So I didn't have access to watching soccer. So I didn't watch soccer. I wasn't a fan of soccer. I just loved playing soccer. And so there was never a dream of being a professional or playing in a World Cup. All I really wanted to do was get a scholarship so my parents didn't have to pay for college. That was really the goal. So I think in some ways that helped me because it just kept me singularly focused on playing and just loving the game. And eventually when you play that much from from the time you start walking, you're not going to be bad at it. And fortunately, I had really good genes too and so I became good at it um, once I sort of developed physically
2: yeah so obviously this weekend uh, you know with the stat, the statue coming up um, you, you know you're going to be enshrined forever you know so um, with that there's going to be probably a pose or something that you're it's going to be kind of an iconic moment do you have like a best memory or is there a particular moment or milestone that stands out with your time during the galaxy sure
3: Wow, good question. I have a lot, honestly. I have so many. It's, you know, the pose is, for me, very personal and memorable. I don't want to give it away, but... Yeah, no
2: spoilers. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's one that's special to me. Um, th- there are a few that stick out. My last game, which and which culminated in a, in a championship um, in 2014, was very, very special. The first championship in 05 when Pondo scored and um, that feeling of winning a championship with a, your hometown team was very special. And then I have a very vivid memory of in 2011, after it had been a, a really difficult, I believe it was three or four years, um, once David came and we were really bad. In 09, we started getting back to being good again. And then finally in 2011, when it all came together, once Robbie joined and we won, I was in the corner um, where the ACB is in that corner of the field and winning and then David was there as we were sort of just killing off the clock at the end of the game and giving him a hug and and that um, sort of closure because it had been such a rough few years for us was a really special moment too.
0: Yeah, I mean, Lenny, talk, talk a little bit about that and, and the struggle, right? Um, you know, two thousand and nine, you guys make the MLS Cup, you you don't win it. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight, not not great years, um, by the by history standards for the LA Galaxy. The Galaxy now going through a similar sort of low point, right? Starting in twenty seventeen, all the way until now, and you know, they they're starting to slip, maybe closer out of that playoff contention. What? What did it take for you guys and, and I'm sure Bruce Arena's part of that answer, but um, there's there's probably so much more to that. What did it take for you guys to, to realize that you you could be champions and, and and what kind of mindset change is that from a team that is, you know, sort of struggling over a couple of years?
3: The league is is different now than it was even even ten years ago, much different. So at that time, it really came down to do you have a few special players? And if so, can you get the rest of the roster right and the team functioning well enough, those special players can make some plays. So if you go back to our 11, 12 and 14 wins, in the end, it was uh, myself, Robbie, basically uh, Giassi, some special players making some special plays. And then defensively with Omar and AJ and Todd Donovan, um, McGee making some plays along the way. That was basically the blueprint, was to have some players who could do that, but then get the rest right. And so what Bruce did, and I think this is what Greg is doing, and I know you know, it's, a, it's been a little challenging stretch here, but what Bruce did and what Greg is trying to do now is just build a foundation to have success again. And sometimes that takes, oftentimes that takes time, and I'm learning that here now in San Diego with, with what I'm doing is – until you have continuity over a few years it's hard it's really hard to be successful and the challenge now in modern mls is you see coaches getting fired sort of left and right these days right um you often don't get that time and so with greg it's great because he will have that time he's proven that when he's given time he will be successful and he's just starting to build a foundation that you can work with and so if you can make the playoffs along the way and maybe give yourself a chance to get to a final or win a championship along the way that's great but ultimately you have to look two or three years out and see you know is it trending in the right direction and that's what bruce had in '09. i remember quite vividly i think we were like one win one loss and 13 ties or something crazy at the beginning of the season <laughs> we were just we were just grinding away but we were finally starting to get results in hard places and eventually we turned the corner and started to become a really good team
2: yeah, so you you know obviously your individual accolades are what's kind of earning you uh, the recognition with the statue, but you name checked a lot of uh, those players that you made uh, you know those runs with for MLS Cups. Are, are, are there any teammates that you know you you have stories from or anecdotes uh, on how fun they were to play with or how great they were of teammates who stands out or do you have a, a few uh, few that stand out that maybe you want to share why they were so fun to play with and maybe uh, how they even pushed you to be a better player?
3: There are tons, and I. i'll I'll name some but i'm gonna forget a lot so of course (laughs) please don't hold it against me um i i I would challenge you on the the first part actually though i i don't believe it's the individual accolades that that led to this i believe it's being a winner is what leads to this um ultimately you can be at a club for a long time but if you're not successful it's not the same and so um Obviously I contributed to that in individual ways, but if Bruce isn't there and we don't lift four trophies, um, and three in particular in, in the latter years, I don't think it's the same and I don't think that the sentiment is the same. So that was something I always prided myself in was being a winner. And I think when, in the way human beings are, everybody wants to, especially now, it's all about the individual, but I really, I just wanted to win championships, and the record I'm most proud of is that no one's won more in this league than I have, and I, I think that's really, a testament to the teams that Bruce put together. So that, that I was very fortunate um, to be a part of. As far as teammates go, um, there are tons. Um, I'm gonna you know, Juninho and Marcelo Sarvas are gonna be there this weekend. Mike and Todd are coming. McGee and Todd. Omar would come if, if he wasn't. Um, still playing <laughs> um, um, there will be a bunch of former teammates who are still part of a, part of the club and around the club who will be there uh, guys who stand out Alan Gordon just because of what he what he was to the team from a culture standpoint and in the locker room I think McGee was in my opinion the most underrated maybe player but certainly finisher and goal scorer That the league ever saw Um, people never saw him that way but he was he and Robbie were the two best finishers on the team by a country mile and then having the having the opportunity to play with David and Robbie was um it was literally a thrill of a lifetime because Playing in MLS in the early 2000s, there were some good players, but it's not like playing at world-class clubs all over the world. So I didn't really have the opportunity but for those two, a few other guys on the Galaxy and playing with the national team, which came around not too often, to play with truly, truly world-class players. And I, I remember the first day in training when Robbie stepped out there and we just started. Like, we had had no conversations. We didn't have to speak about anything. There was just a connection that was undeniable. And every day was such a joy. Every day. Because if I, I knew if I made a run, he or David were going to put the ball where it needed to be. I knew if they made a run and I put it there, they were going to finish it. And it just made it really enjoyable to play.
0: Well Landon we know uh we know you have a busy week coming up so we don't want to hold you too long I I do want to talk a little bit about your your coaching uh, with San Diego Loyal the the game coming up on Saturday night season ticket holders invited to this Galaxy 2 game and and Landon I think you know uh there hasn't been uh real large crowds because they haven't really been uh, allowing them for for Galaxy 2 games so far this year and so this is one of the first chances for season ticket holders to go uh you'll see Landon on the sidelines there for the San Diego Loyal Uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, your coaching journey so far I saw something Thing where you said you were very aware that uh that re- some really good players have been really bad coaches um and that was sort of maybe uh, either a warning for you or, or or something like that does it it how do you how do you explain that
3: yeah it, it is a warning i and it's a challenge i it, it's hard for people to look at me as anything other than a player because i did it for so long uh the reality is as i've moved on you know, well moved on and I'm loving this new challenge in my life. And it's, it's a bit of a curse because you get that held against you Well, uh, you're a good player and you don't, you know, what do you know about coaching? And the reality is, is that a lot of people before me have sort of (laughs) ruined that. So I take it just like I take anything, just like I took playing in the beginning, anything I do, I do seriously. Um, a phrase I use all the time is how you do anything is how you do everything and so if I'm going to do it and spend my time away from my family and dedicating this many hours to it I'm going to be successful and it's how I've always been in my life it's why I'm too picky about what I do with my life but once I do and I'm all in I'm all in so that I can be successful so this is no different I've really really enjoyed it I've enjoyed the opportunity to have a positive impact on a lot of young men's lives, Um, not just on the soccer field, they are people first and players second to me, but being able to help them, knowing that I've been through what they've been through and relate to them, talk them through some ways to get through difficult stretches, whether it's personally or professionally, and then see them succeed on the field, brings me immense joy. It is really, really rewarding for me and I really, I've loved every minute so far. So this is certainly my new journey. Um, I'm really passionate about it, and I'm really loving it. Okay. You,
0: you said that you long put the, uh, the the player part of you away. So that uh, the chat rooms asking if you're going to suit up for the LA Galaxy on Sunday because <laughs> they would like. I, I would imagine that's a no, then, huh?
3: I mean, if you saw me just try to jog around the field today, you you wouldn't want me anywhere near the
0: the field same same Landon same I I feel that very much hey (laughs) hey we certainly uh, appreciate you stopping by Uh, good luck this weekend Uh, we will be there Eric you had one more thing before before we let Landon go go ahead
2: Yeah, I I just, you know, uh, Josh obviously has been doing this show, kind of brings uh, the journalist perspective. But I just want to mention, you mentioned being uh, a local boy. And so a lot of people, I think when you went to Leverkusen at a young age, that's when you were on the radar. But I just remember, uh, you know, playing in the Coast Soccer League and uh, we were in an Open Cup and we were drawn to play (laughs) Cal Heat. And uh, there was, I had some high school teammates who were on that team, and then hearing about the legend of this kid Landon, and you know he was going to go pro, and it was a big deal. So you've, you've actually been a legend in the making uh, for a long time in my life. So I just want to say from the fans' perspective uh, that thank you for, for everything you've given to this club. And you know I can't wait to see you get this recognition on Sunday. It's well-deserved, and I just want to thank you for all you've given to the club.
3: I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. And out of curiosity, what club were you playing for?
2: so it was artesia Yes, we were a, we were a low bronze team and so uh you know we we had you in the first half but i think you guys realized that you, you could stop messing around and you you handled your business <laughs> in the second half
3: that's awesome what a great story thanks for sharing that <laughs> that's awesome no, i really guys i really appreciate and i met what i said in the beginning um people who've been grinding for a long time to elevate this sport are really special to me and so i just i really appreciate what you guys have done and continue to do
0: well, Landon, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Good luck. We'll see you this weekend. All right?
3: Hey, guys. See you soon. All Be right, safe.
0: There you go. Thanks, there, Landon. There you go, Mr. Landon Donovan. That, you know, a legend. A legend. I mean, royalty. LA Galaxy royalty uh, has been for a long time. He, he's my white whale. I've been chasing him for 13 seasons. All right. This is, you know, we, we found out what Eric, two hours ago that we were going to be able to yeah. do this. I mean, I <laughs> uh, had uh, a
2: minor freak out, but yeah, we, we made it. I, I didn't <laughs> sweat through my shirt. <laughs> but yeah. Not, yet, not yet.
0: No, it was, it was great. Um, so we want to thank Landon for coming on. Um, he, he and I started talking about coming on the show, by the way, during the pandemic, um, whenever it had first hit, whenever we were doing all of our, uh, sort of reminiscence with uh, LA Galaxy Legends. And so we had started emailing back and forth and it never really worked out. And then all of a sudden the USL season starts back up, you know, and Landon's coaching for SD Loyal. Um, so anyway, Saturday night, you get a chance to see him coaching against LA Galaxy 2. LA Galaxy 2, by the way, uh, starting to find a little bit of hot streak. Just beat Phoenix 3-0. Um, so going to play against San Diego loyal coming up, uh, by the way, a shout out to filthy Phil gave us a little $5, uh, super chat for getting LD uh, on the show. So, uh, thanks Phil. We appreciate that. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah. If you appreciate that too, you're more than welcome to, uh, to donate as well. John, by the way, a little $5 super chat as well. Uh, he says, sorry, I'm late donation. John comes in at the end of the LD interview. You're gonna have to catch that on replay, John. Um, that's how it goes. So, yeah. uh, Landon's great. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, just to, to sort of go back, I started covering him at the very beginning whenever I, I started, you know, doing all this. Um, I didn't get into the locker room until 2012. So I was in the locker room for that celebration. Um, I got champagne dumped all over me by Mr. Todd Donovan. Um, I was in there. Uh, that was one of the famous ones too. Is was that a fourteen? I get twelve and fourteen. They that whole, those celebrations get 12. messed up. Twelve was whenever 12. Omar Omar yeah. opened his his robe and showed. Oh, well, I think he
2: did it for both. Oh, he may have. He, may, yeah. have.
0: he <laughs> may have. Yeah. He was he was always uh, m- uh, semi-dressed uh, whenever we go in there. But you know, Landon was always in that locker room. Always extremely nice. Um, super super great guy. Um, thing yeah. I've told the funny story about Landon Donovan about him breaking his shirt um a couple times on this uh his, his shirt ripping whenever he in 2014 i think um it was a good one uh one of those things that only happens in the locker room if you stick around so thanks landon super big yep. appreciate that that was fun eric go
2: ahead and then hetty gg also gave us a five dollar super chat donation saying the landon's a pure class act so and he also called us a class act so we got we got lumped in we got to write on the coattails there Dang. but i, I just got to follow up by saying that because. You know, when i when i talked about you know the individual accolades and he was quick to kind of shut me down on that and talk about how you know it's the teammates and bruce and the coaches and of course that's the humility that's the type of guy he is and that's why he's a legend and so you know that it's, it was just so great to hear him uh, kind of go on about that and, and tell his story and uh, i think he's he's you can't think of many people much more deserving for la galaxy statue than landon donovan so uh, it's, it's going to be a very exciting weekend hopefully the the team and everyone else can kind of get on board and this could be uh maybe a momentous <laughs> shift maybe this is what we need we need we need some good juju
0: greg vanny was talking about it he was there uh christian morales by the way a little five dollar ship chat there as well says uh, uh for getting landed on the podcast and then eric he says i also think uh that we and this <laughs> this is christian speaking should get a, a left back named uh, nuno mendez you know who he's talking about nuno, hammer yeah, yeah. that's a,
2: yeah, a young portuguese player that's gonna cost us a couple hundred million so uh yeah, that that maybe we'll get him <laughs> the, for the twenty thirty five uh, season you know, MLS Cup yeah, run. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. on his <laughs> way over.
0: All right, good. More, I think I think your good solution, shot.
2: Good shot, Christian. I
0: think your solution to everything is more Portuguese players. Right? Am I that, correct? That, that'll fix it. Okay, yep. good. Just checking. Wanted to make sure we got that. All right, let's get to this RSL game. Oh, I know everybody's so excited. By the way, we have a secret word today. Um Eric we didn't talk about this beforehand but it's the word you and I talked about earlier. So <laughs> all, right. All, right? all right so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we could figure we're on out. the same page. Here. Okay good. <laughs> um so anyway uh, so the secret word game is ongoing. We will start it right now. It was not in play whenever we first started. So I'm telling you right now at about 25 minutes in the show, secret word game is on. As always, it's your job to guess what our secret word we are using today uh, is our goal to use it as many times as possible without being super obvious. So we have that. And before we get too far as well, let's break all this land and stuff because that was exciting and stuff. Let's do something that's a little that's not as exciting. We are going to play our Wikipedia guessing game as well. And I've made it harder for today. As well, we are going to go in sections here. Sections. All right. So um, let's get our first section. This is a job where you guys, I will give you clues as to we'll go on this person's Wikipedia page. You don't know who it is. I will tell you where they played. And then you have to try to guess who this player is. Current player on the LA Galaxy. That is our rules for right now. Uh, A youth career, 2009 to 2011, St. George's. A college career from 2011 to 2012, the TJC Apaches. Um, and then, of course, from 2013 to 2014, New Mexico, Lobos. There you go. That is your guess. For right now, you can think about it. We will go on and talk about RSL for a little while and see if anybody can guess it while we're doing that.
2: <clears throat> I like this one. This one really makes you think. This is not a, well, maybe I'm giving too many hints. Don't, it's, not, yeah, don't, it's not front of the, mo- okay. Don't, don't, I, just, I like it. just let it, let like it go. It. If, if anyone gets it on that first slide, I'd be very impressed.
0: I, I mean, I, I, think, I think from that, the frustration will be real. Like I would sit yeah. there and be like, I don't, I don't be, everybody's Googling it now. That's what, yeah. that's the, that's the problem. No Googling. That's the, that's the <laughs> only rule that you have on some of this. Um, so we will, uh, we will go on. All right. RSL game LA galaxy. Lose two to one about real salt lake, uh, galaxy allowed a 95th minute goal in this game. By the way, a, a really, really nice goal. Um, so often, so often Eric, we get consumed with somebody made a mistake. We get consumed with the defense. Let the LA galaxy uh, down again. You know, we get consumed with that. Do you imagine what everybody was doing? When Zlatan was scoring worldies on him all the time, they were like, Oh man, our defense sucks. No, it's Zlatan. Now this, this guy is not not non-Zlatan.
2: right. I I was going to (laughs) say, let's, let's pull it back a little bit. It was a nice goal, but at the same time, uh, you know, uh, there was, there was still work to be done. And I understand the frustration from galaxy fans, but at, at the same time, you know, the, the, how he got there and he got into that space to to get it done, uh, I I understand where that <laughs> there's a contentious point there. Give him credit; he had to finish it and it was well struck. But uh, but again, I, I think it's fair to be a little bit upset that it, it was easy for him to get in that position. W- was it easy for him?
0: He had to beat two guys to a ball. He had to flick it back over their head and then he full volleyed it with his left foot <laughs> across the goal, um, from about twenty three yards but, out. I, again. All-
2: you just need a, a, a nudge, a knee, a shin guard, just something to if, just throw them off just a little bit.
0: If somebody is pulling the ball that far back away from danger, whenever you had him. Them- basically shadowed between two players, you're probably as a defender, you're gonna let him have that space because yeah. you're like, he's not moving towards the goal anymore. This is I I can tell I you it. didn't it play defense. Nice I can tell you didn't <laughs> play right. defense, right. right? It was you're one right. of those it's like if I see that guy doing that, I'm like, cool, game over. And then he like hits up where did that come from? So um it's a wonderful goal. It's a golazo. Goloso, goloso. Do, do you do you Do you think goal-o-zo. I'm not gonna say anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it um uh I know you're on on the committee so is that is that a considered a a a good goal? I mean, I don't yeah. know.
2: I you know with some of the politics going on in the world I just as part of the Golasso committee I just voted present. I didn't uh you you that, didn't, that was, you didn't that want that to go into that. Yeah, okay. I, I relieved myself of my duties of uh so I think that tells you all you need to know.
0: LA Galaxy started the lineup with Chicharito up top, Grant sure on the left, FRA and Álvarez on the right, Special Leggett in the middle, Revelison. Ravelison. Revelison in the center there, along with Jonathan Dos Santos. Hamilina now on the left is Viafania, still recovering from uh, that hyperextended knee. Uh, Depew gets a start over Steris. Koulibaly in there. Derek Williams still injured with that groin injury. Haven't had a big update on him. Um, LA Galaxy have a media call scheduled on Friday, FYI. Uh, So that that is Thursday night tonight, Friday tomorrow and we will find out more about injuries and everything on Friday and we'll figure that out. Uh, Julian Araujo on the right-hand side and Jonathan Bond in goal on the bench. Klinsman, Stares, Vasquez, Cabral, Kleschen, Zubak, Saldana, Fischer, Jovalich, Eric, yes or no to this lineup? Did you have any issues with it? What, what did you want to, <laughs> what, what did you think whenever you saw it?
2: You, you know my answer to this. I, 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 when I saw it, I was not crazy about it, uh, especially because of what had happened on Sunday against Austin. You thought, uh, while Jovalich didn't come in early, maybe that meant that he was going to get more time. He's either going to spell Chicharito or they're going to, you know, maybe try two forwards or try something out. So I was a little bit uh, uneasy about that. And then obviously with Nick DePew back there, uh, and the carousel of center backs continues. And so just how with how shaky the defense has been, that made me feel a little bit uneasy. Uh, and then, you know, lastly, with with Alvarez in there in the starting lineup, uh, you know, he's someone who's kind of been hot and cold uh, and so it made me a little bit nervous with with him in the lineup, but but when once the game started, and we'll go in, more into in game analysis, I thought Alvarez had a had a pretty solid game. He played really well, so so he made me kind of eat my words a little bit about feeling uneasy. But the lineup, it, the lineup just, you know, th- they created a lot of chances, so so it was there. But but they were it was frustrating to watch. So so I I don't know where I feel. I wasn't feeling great about it. I don't, we talked about best 11s. I think last time I was mm-hmm. on here. Yes. Um, and this wouldn't be my best 11 that's where I'll leave that.
0: I mean, again, we have to sit there and look at Greg Vanny and what he's thinking. He clearly doesn't want to start in a four, four, two, by the way, I would not be surprised at all if they start in a four, four, two against LAFC. There's just something in me. I I don't have any inside information. Sometimes I do. And then I wink at you guys. I'm not winking. I don't, I'm just telling you there's something about hit that just to me says four, four, two, you, you talk, we've talked about the LA galaxy needing to get the first goal so many times. They don't get the first goal in this game. Again, 30 seconds from halftime, 30 seconds from halftime. That's it's just, it's just horrible. And if you look at it, you know, Depew doesn't necessarily clear the ball that well, although it's certainly not a dangerous clearance. It's not something that you're like, you just hope it would be cleared in a different spot. Um, or in, is actually, if you look at the last goal, Hamelainen heads the ball back into a group of RSL players. That was worse for me than Nick Depew trying to clear it whenever he tried to clear it. Um, that wasn't a problem. But Hamelainen doesn't step out on that ball um, because he doesn't step out right away. They get a cross in. You know, Sega Koulibaly who was at the correct correct depth on his coverage right so we talk about how close he is to a defender versus how far away he is from the defender it's like he panicked for a second and thought something was going to happen near post there was nobody there there was nobody making a near post run so he actually ran towards the near post and opened up about five or six yards before having to yeah. backpedal and then go back this is a problem for him and before we go and talk about all the galaxy chances you have to talk about sega koulibaly and his propensity to be beaten like this this is how he gets beaten every single time, Eric, which is a back shoulder run um, and not maintaining his spacing correctly against a defender. Uh, he has that coverage. He's there in the right spot. He actually runs out of that position and ends up coming back. Um, so for me, uh, you look at him and sort of, <laughs> I was talking to, uh, to to Panda today and he's like, you know, every time somebody scores, Sega Kula Ball is standing there. The whole day I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah a ke- he's a, he's a <laughs> center back. He's, if they're in the center of the field, he's going to be there, Kevin, you know, the whole yeah. deal. But... Um, you know, we talk about the the defense struggling, and to me, the one guy who hasn't been moved a lot is Kulibale. And you could say that you're trying to, you know, get him used to things and yeah. play him through things. And I understand that. And you spent money for him, and you want to do it. But you've rotated every other position, whether it's yeah. to injury or anything else. You put stairs into pew in there. You know, you Williams has been in there. The whole deal. Koulibaly is the guy who's had probably the most consistent run out of that, and he's not cutting it at current. So. You-
2: exactly and so that's the thing he he's the one he's the one piece that hasn't moved and so you look at the galaxy's current form and you think well maybe in another permutation something else needs to be put in there and i think another frustrating component to this is that when koulibaly gets forward and and they have corner kicks the galaxy have corner kicks he's usually in the neighborhood either close to getting ahead on the ball or kind of being around it so he obviously knows like ball tracking and i know it's different when you're defending and you want to you know watch your watch the attacking players and stand in front of him. but he, he seems to know how to get up and find the ball but it just doesn't apply uh, on the other side of it but and and you have to give credit because it was an open look uh, for the header and then I, I think bond just it was unfortunate he made the initial save and just uh, it was an ugly goal and then the, the way that Vanny uh, talked about it at halftime he said we played 44 and a half really good minutes And then just to be, you know, and I think Sasha said something afterward also, just to have that kick, uh, you know, kick in the groin. Kick in the nuts. You can say that. That's that's PG 13. I don't know if we're going to get monetized, if we're we're going to lose our our 20 cents. A uh, kick in the cash. is the Landon episode. This has got to be at least 40 cents worth on this one. Probably. Um, (laughs) but but again that's the worst time to concede a goal is right before the half especially when you've been playing well and the chances are there so it was just really unfortunate the way it all went down and and we can also take a moment to talk about Jonathan Bond someone who at the beginning of the season you know we were all saying you know best keeper in the league he's you know coming up big and he he came up big a lot of times as well you know could have been a lot worse uh you know with some of the chances that RSL had but he's also had moments where it just it it, it, whether it's bad luck or it's just he doesn't look like the same Jonathan Bond that we had in the opening run so we talk about the whole galaxy and the, that 10 you know those opening 10 games and you know coming out with their hair on fire uh, and looking great and Bond making all these spectacular saves the offense is not creating those chances or they're not finishing those chances and then Bond is also kind of not uh, you know, not having those heroics like he had early on in the season as well. So uh, it's it's just frustrating all around.
0: Yeah, it, it can be. Um, I'll, I'll say this. You know, my biggest thing on Jonathan Bond is he has not played this many this many games before in a long time. Right. I mean, we've talked about him being the perennial backup. He didn't get all these games before. He didn't have to do all this traveling before. I know everybody mocks it. and It's like, oh, it's nothing. Dude, I fly to Denver and back in a weekend and I'm like, I need like three days to recover and I'm not a professional athlete. I get that. I totally, totally agree. If you looked at my waistline, it would definitely not fit in any of those. Remember whenever they had what the tech fit or what the tech fit jerseys that were like well, skin tight ones. The, yeah, the, I would not fit well in one
2: of those. Speaking of, uh, yeah, the 2011 uh, MLS cup. And then, yeah, I'm right there with you. When we're whatever those, those are auctions and you can bet on a player Jersey. It's like, well, this, this would definitely have to go into frame. Cause I'm not, I'm not wearing this. I'm not wearing that Jersey on the pot.
0: Let's, uh, the, the, the big deal here is this, that, um, you know, Greg Vanny talked about this, this team and, and this game afterwards. And he said he was perfectly fine with the effort. And I agree with him. Um, there was, There was nothing that I saw that anybody was not trying, right? This didn't look like a tired team. Remember, this is a team that played on Sunday and then had a game on Wednesday, had to travel from Austin, stayed out on the road, um, and then went to Real Salt Lake and played at altitude. And they absolutely took that game to RSL. Um, You know, you look at possession 60-40 and yeah, stats, blah, 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 the whole deal. Here's the thing, though. I went through and watched the replay of this game uh, earlier today because I wanted to look at how many chances the Galilee Galaxy actually had. Um, and it was, uh, it's a long list. It's a very long list because you can sit there and say, okay, you know, realistically the galaxy had, I don't know, fourteen, sixteen, sixteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 16 chances. Now those aren't going to all register shots on goals. Some of those are blocked shots, some of the things, but I mean, starting in the 16th minute, Chicharito got that pass from, from, mm-hmm. um, Araujo who cut it back to the top of the box and Chicharito hits that. Guess what? If this is informed Chicharito, that ball's in the back of the net. He hit it. Um, you know, I think they were talking on the broadcast, like he was trying to hit it near post and it curled too much. I thought he was trying to hit it back post and he didn't get it far enough over, but however it worked, Uh, it was in the center of the, 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 uh, the goal.
2: And I, I think I said this in in either a text thread or to somebody I I said, I think since Chicharito has been with the galaxy, I think that's the hardest I've seen him hit a strike a ball. Until the his goal in the second half and so you know that's not his his bread and butter you know so outside the box those bombasos that's not what chicharito is known for uh but we talk about finishing that's you know the hardest i've seen chicharito hit all season that gives a little bit of a clue as well as to kind of how bad things are but um you know th- that's the fact that he, he had a shot on target give him credit there the chance was there
0: yeah, it, it absolutely was Chicharito, by the way, ends up getting four or five good chances in this game mm-hmm. uh, converts one of them. If you're looking at Chicharito at the beginning of the year, he converts three of those at least. Um, and so this yes. is this you want to know the difference. And I talked to Greg about it. And, you know, there's lots of people all of a sudden who think Greg Vanny's lying for some reason. I don't know why Greg would lie. His job is very safe. All right. He's not going anywhere. Um, I know everybody likes to think that maybe he he's not. All right. He will tell the truth. He will be up there. He will tell the truth. I'm sure that's advantageous to him, but he's not going to sit there and lie to people. All right. And so whenever he says he saw the effort, he saw the things we just couldn't finish. I asked Greg about this in Austin. What's the difference between the first 10 games and these last, you know, seven games then? And he was like, it's the execution. It's the execution at the end. And this game is a perfect example. Grand Sir, one-on-one versus Justin Glad, 22nd minute. He gets a shot off. He cuts inside, hits it right at the goalkeeper. Grand Sir, by the way, uh, has a lower goals plus assists average per 90 than Kevin Cabral. So everybody who wants Grand Sir, and by the way, has more minutes than Kevin Cabral um, as well in a lot of these games. Uh, so everybody who wants Cabral to be on the bench, think about that for a second. Grant Sir absolutely plays the part of being the hustle bug. He's out there running. He's out there trying. And because of that, he will be a fan favorite, 100%. Um, yeah. And I, I get it. He is... He is, I, I, you know, we, we said that he was like Roman Alessandrini, but he's not because Roman Alessandrini could finish. So right now I'm going to call him Christian Wilhelmsen, (laughs) right? He's got the speed, he's got the hustle, but there's no finishing in him. And that's the biggest thing that has, if he wants to, there's one, two, three, he had three good chances in that first half and early in that second half to, to make an indent on this game, Eric. And he didn't. Um, and, and yeah,
2: he he was doing everything right until the that final that final pass and that final shot. You know, Sir, I think he he has I think he brings more speed than Alessandrini, and I think he might just by a hair have a little bit more technical ability on the ball. Except for like you said, the finishing, the final pass from him is sloppy. You know, it's running into defenders. The shot, it's right at the goalkeeper. In the chat, I see a lot of people mentioning that uh, Ochoa had you know the game of his life. He played well. I think that needs to be mentioned as well. Chicharito had some point blank chances. And, you know, yes, world-class strikers, you know, put a little lift on the ball, hit the ball a little harder and can finish those chances. But you have to give credit to Ochoa as well. He, he came up big. He made some really nice saves. You know, as a striker, uh, you go back to that that goal where it looked like he was offside or the opportunity where it looked like he was offside and Chicharito hit it low on the ground. You know, you see tons of strikers hit it low on the ground, pick a corner, and it goes in. Ochoa just was up to the task. And so you give it credit there. But but back to Grand Sur, it just, it's a... It's a, it's, it's, it says a lot of what the whole team is going through. There's all this politeness in the 18. Everyone wants to pass or everyone makes those great runs. But then at the very end, for some reason, it all kind of falls apart. And so, so that's, that's really the part that needs to be worked on.
0: Uh grand sir had, all, had a bunch of those chances. We talked about that Chicharito with a scuff shot that he had at the top of the box with space. He absolutely scuffed the shot in the 52nd minute. Uh, Arajos cross into the box for Chicharito's head. Chicharito heads it over the bar. Um, you could say, Oh, it was a little bit. Listen, I've watched this guy play for years. He knows how to get on the end of a header and it's not just quite there. So if you want to talk about one of the reasons the LA galaxy didn't win this game, it is absolutely hundred percent Chicharito. He had plenty of chances in order to make yeah. this
2: difference. He, like you said, he could have had three goals easily, easily. The chances were there. Grant sure had going
0: to Araujo could have had goals as well. And and here's the thing about Araujo. I thought he was outstanding. I thought he he was dynamic. I thought he found the right spaces. The goal that Chicharito scores is a manufactured goal. There is no space Whenever that ball gets put back to Alvarez and Alvarez slides over a little bit, Chicharito slides with him just enough to create this space. There's nothing there. There's no danger there. Everybody's covered. Right. And then all yeah. of a sudden, half a step Chicharito is able to get to a, little a little bit ahead of his of a mm-hmm. defense. He turns and he fires near post. You know, I, I listened to RSL broadcast uh, on that and they're like, you know, it has to be a little better for Mochoa. I'm like, dude, nobody's that was rapid a, fire yeah, quickness.
2: A, it was a well-taken try to hit, hit with pace, well-placed. Uh, and and just to go back to Arajo, I think, uh, you you talk about Chicharito having the most goals and being like a, the MVP for the team. I think Julian Araujo, uh, under the radar, maybe not on the radar, is making the case that he's really the team MVP because of consistency. You know, playing in the number of games he's split into, he brings that intensity every time. He's always good for two or three tackles where he frustrates the other team. Uh, he's just he's just always on, and so you know you really appreciate what he does for the team. he, he you can't say that it was a bad game from him either, and so. I think this is where I'll take my opportunity to kind of go in on, uh, you know, some of the people who are saying and, and we're, we're seeing some of those things pop up. Or I can't wait to hear people say how great the Galaxy were. And, and, and <laughs> when you look at that game, you can't say that the effort wasn't there, that the chances weren't there. You know, 2017, 2020, that was not very long ago. You know, we saw teams – essentially quit. We saw teams give up. We saw, you know, players like Jermaine Jones just look like an absolute cancer on the field uh, and just make this team look awful. You know, 2020, we talked about Greg Banny getting the opportunity and having a chance, uh, you know, to build his project, you know, GBS, we were supposed to wait for him to build his project as well, but you saw his, what was happening to his players reacting to them and essentially quitting on him, quitting on the team. That's not what we're seeing. And so, so I don't know how you can look at this game and say, yes, it's 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 frustrating. you know they, they didn't score. They're not f- finishing their chances. Be angry about that. but but to say that it's it's unacceptable or the player X is trash, like that's not analysis. Ye- yelling into a microphone and saying, we suck, that doesn't further the conversation. That's uh, you may be cathartic to listen to and maybe there are people who want to hear that, but that's that's not what we do here. and I, and that's why I'm kind of proud to be part of this you know, corner of the galaxy family, because you look at it and you say, look at the chances, look at everything that happened. It was there. This wasn't uh, you know, a bad opportunity. I, I look back, I pulled up some tweets yesterday, uh, Ron L. I know he's, he's a for- listener of the show. I, I'm assuming he still listens, hopefully, but he was mentioning, you know, it's, it's the same thing over and over. We win stat wise, but we, we have more shots and we end up losing. Other teams know how to play against us. And he's right. You know, he's absolutely right to, to share that frustration. But if the alternative is they're not creating chances. Okay. So we sit back. And you let the other team attack. So now you're losing that opportunity. You're not creating chances anymore. And then now you're going to have the stress of, uh, you know, Nick DePew, Segakulabali, Williams, who may be shaky. You know, Daniel Stairs, Jonathan Bond, who doesn't look the same. Now you're going to have them take on pressure for 90 minutes. Are you comfortable with that? You know, a defense that's given up you know, the third most goals in the league, you know, the, you know you're know you going to want to take on that pressure plus losing your ability to push forward and create those chances. If that's the alternative, I don't want it. I'll take them, you know, having chances and maybe they're due for it and maybe they explode in one game. But but you could be frustrated, you could be angry. There are people who put time and money and they travel to these games and they buy merchandise. Be angry, be upset about it. Uh, but, but I don't think you can look at this game and say it was bad. So, you know, you, you can't say, you know, player – if you want to yell into a microphone and say this team is awful, that that's not that's not what happened yesterday. They, they were beat. The, you know, give David Ochoa, or Ochoa you know the the credit for making those saves. Be hard on the Galaxy for not being able to finish, but but the chances were there, and I think you you can't you can't get mad at chances. The the team did not quit yesterday. They didn't show up to that game defeated already. They, that team was ready to play and they they were doing their best to to get it done, which it's almost even sadder. Maybe that's the harsh reality. Maybe they're just not good enough to get it done and maybe that's a conversation right. that we can have later, but but you, you can't say that they were they weren't playing for the badge or they weren't you know, doing any of those things that they, they, they were. didn't have enough they heart. Were. They just it just didn't work.
0: They didn't have enough heart. That's what I hear all the time. That that <laughs> that team absolutely left everything out on the field. I, you could see it. You know, there was a reason that Chicharito got pulled off. There's a reason, quite honestly, that Efrain Alvarez got pulled off. Alvarez had that header late in the game that almost snuck in. Uh, whenever it got floated yeah. to the back post by Hamilton I would have loved to have seen him attack that a little bit harder than just trying to place that. Um, I also maybe would have loved to seen him try to full volley that with a foot instead of a a, a head. Like with, I, it's with, it, it's with an advanced who has level. A
2: yeah, someone with a storied left foot, and he, hes so you know he, he's dangerous when he gets those open looks. Yeah, that—that that would have been sweet to see. He also had in the first half some nice dribbles. I think he almost tried to do a little bit too much. Right. Uh, maybe he could have squared it up a little bit better, but I, I thought Efrain had a, had a, had a solid game.
0: The the um the guys who didn't. Um, I thought Jonathan Dos Santos played okay. Actually, he was involved in some of that. That was fine. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, too, by the way, if you looked at just the progression from the Austin game to this RSL game is the Austin game was the Galaxy can't break down a bunkered in defense, right? That's not what happened against RSL. RSL bunkered and the LA Galaxy broke them down. They just couldn't finish at the end. And you can say, oh, well, that's not breaking them down. No, creating the chances is where they didn't have it against Austin. What they did have against RSL is is creating those chances and getting on the end of them. And they got on a lot of them. I thought if Araujo would have been better, a little bit better with his crosses, because I think he misplaced two or three crosses that were in absolute Perfect positions to be able to do that. Uh, one of them was to Cabral late in the game that very easily could have Cabral had inside uh, standing on a on a back post run. Uh, he had the defender draped around him. All you have to do is hit it to his feet and he can tap that. in. it's it's Cabral. He does occasionally score, but he's in the right position to make that happen. That's one of the things we talk about with Cabral and Grand Sierra, too, is Cabral you can say what you want about him. And if you're choosing between the two, because you have to Cabral puts himself in positions to score goals. Grand Sir doesn't always do that and has to manufacture his, his chances a little bit more Cabral usually ends up being, now whether he finishes those is a completely different discussion, but yeah. he puts himself into those positions. So, um, you look at all of that. I mean, Jovalich had a header in the 92nd minute. Cabral's shot from inside the, the box was blocked in the 92nd minute. Alvarez header almost finds the net in the 86th minute. Chicharito and Jovilić combined, and Jovilić hit it over the bar by about three minutes in the 80th minute. The goal, Chicharito's goal in the seventy-six. Alvarez from inside the box with his left foot, the 58th, the 57th, the 57th, the 54th, the <laughs> forty, the fifty-second, the 44th, That's... the 31st, the 31st, the 22nd, <laughs> and the 16th. You can't tell me the LA Galaxy didn't have chances. They did.
2: The- that's where you, it's funny what we were talking about, MLSsoccer.com. So, uh, ML, Major League Soccer, 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 Soccer.com. Yes. Uh, if you go to that website and you see the XG, and everyone loves when we bring up XG, oh, but you favorite. see that, <laughs> that between the 45th minute and the 75th minute, that jump, it's like that's when all the chances were. And so it, they were there. It, it was there. It was there for the taking, and they just they didn't steal those points uh, like they needed. And, and I think it, it goes back to kind of what you're hinting at with what we may see this weekend. When Jovlich was on the field, when Cribral was on the field, uh, when they were together, paired with Chicharito, that's when the havoc was happening. And so I think, you know, if you want to you want to break this curse, you want to start getting some goals, I think you need to put them on the field together. I think you need to see Cabral, Jovulic, Chicharito on the field at the same time. Grand Sur, you, you see it, you know, he doesn't create the goal-scoring chances, but he also is, I think he's second in assists on the team. So he he sets up a lot of chances as well. So he's another one who, who would... I understand if you have to pick either or because of how you're going to line up, especially if you're bringing the in, but I think Cabral has to be, has to be back in the starting lineup because that's, that's when the chances get created is when those three players are on the field at the same time.
0: Uh, one of the guys, two of the guys who didn't play well. I talked a little bit about Jonathan Dos Santos coming in. I thought he played okay, not great. Certainly didn't take over the game as you would expect it, but I thought that he did a good job of controlling the ball in the midfield a little bit and dishing out to the sides and sort of trying to keep things going. The Galaxy moved quickly in this game. They switched sides quickly when Chicho would drop back into the, which I don't always love, by the way, but when he it works very well for him. Um, whenever he drops back into the midfield and, and faces towards you know his his own players, able to get that ball spin and turn and and dish out to the outside, get back into the play, be able to run in that's that's a real boon to what the LA Galaxy can do so there's a reason that Chicharito starts Chicharito is the starter I know everybody wants Jovalich to start with him and that's fine if you want that and again four four two it could happen. I'm, I'm feeling it's, it. It's, it's, I'm waiting it, for it. I'm, wait-
2: I'm excited. And, There's and, a day it's going to happen.
0: And we saw it. When we saw it in the second half, I mean, that's what they did. They went to the, more of a four-four-two with the two-man uh, up front with Jovalich and, and and Chicharito. Um, so maybe we see it from the start against LASC. Maybe that's the, the change that Greg Vanny makes. Maybe he feels comfortable doing that now. But if you're not going to start in a 4-4-2 or with a two-man up top formation, then Jovalich comes in off the bench. And I like that. Um, I think he is a great bring him in in the second half type of guy. And by the way, eventually he comes in when the LA galaxy are winning a game and gets to close it out as the single striker. After you let Chicharito, you know, sort of get some rest, um, managing his minutes is important. The other, guy though, the guy who has been under fire from LA galaxy fans for most of this year. And I can understand why it Um, was
2: warranted yesterday. If I think, you're going to bring his name up. Are you going to bring up the boy?
0: Yeah, I am special. Yeah, um, he,
2: he, he had a bad game yesterday.
0: He did. He did. He was not. And by the way, when he went off and he stopped taking up the space that Alvarez sort of wanted to run into all of a sudden the galaxy got a lot more dangerous. That's when the galaxy scored as well. Um, bringing that in with with Alvarez being able to attack more into that central attacking midfielder role. So um, 100% that uh, that Sebastian Lejet has been struggling with the LA Galaxy. Now he's not been struggling with the US men's national team. I'm going to I'm going to lay every I'm going to lay something aside for everybody right now. Um Sebastian Lejet tries as hard for the national team as he does for the LA Galaxy. So take that out of your mind as something that you th- you're sure is true. It's not. He absolutely 100% works as hard for both teams. All right, the setup is different. They use yeah. him a little bit differently and the players around him at the U.S. men's national team are different as well. He has, and I'll say it right now, he has more chemistry on the U.S. men's national team and more comfort within Greg with three G's Burhalter system than Greg, <laughs> Vanny, Greg with two, two G's uh, with the LA Galaxy. It's getting very confusing. It, it's supposed to. That's what I was trying to do. I, I want the frustration <laughs> level high. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I see Greg... I see Greg Vanny and I see this off season as when that gets fixed. They're going to figure out a way to work together. Sebastian Legette's is too good. Sebastian Legette is not going anywhere. Everybody chill out. I see him. Oh, they're going to trade Sebastian LeJet. He's not going anywhere.
2: But but I think I, I understand the frustration that the Galaxy fans have though, because if he is someone who you're paying a high salary, you need him to produce. And he's not producing at the same clip with the Galaxy as he does for the U.S. national team. And I think the reason for that is Greg Triple G Burhalter wants the U.S. national team to play possession-based and hold. And so when Sebastian does his little circle turns, you know, he can kind of redistribute redistri- you know, the ball and, and kind of figure it out. I think the Galaxy, we've mentioned it, they work best when they're a counterattacking team. Mm-hmm. And so... When, you know, the Galaxy are breaking and Cabral's moving forward and and, uh, Grand Sears moving forward and they're breaking with speed and Sebastian legit does his circle turn and kind of kills the play and, you know, recycles back to Jonathan Dos Santos, that's where kind of the play dies and it doesn't continue to move forward. so. It goes down to, you're right, he's doing the same thing with the Galaxy as he does with the national team. It's just the puzzle pieces are different. And so he's fitting better there than he is with the Galaxy. So he, they haven't, they're, they're, they're on different pages. So, you know, what he's doing, he, he's not moving with pace and kind of moving forward in where the Galaxy are, need him to. He, he's kind of holding it up in the middle a little bit too much. He needs to keep moving that ball forward.
0: Uh, do you want your second clue while we, while we're, while we're just getting ready to transition, just a small, it's time for the second clue for guessing. I didn't see it. I've been watching and I didn't see it. So here's your second clue for the Wikipedia guessing game. Um, this one, this one will be easier. It should be easier. They get easier as it goes. (laughs) Um, so here we go. Uh, your second clue, uh, senior career for this player. 2012 jersey express he had one one appearance there 2013 to 2014 new york red bulls u23 2015 2017 seattle sounders and then 2015 2016 in there as well he was loaned out to seattle sounders fc2 so the two 2018 to 2020 dc united and of course 2021 the la galaxy those are your clues i think that one gets you closer to where you should be i think that one yeah. sort of starts to, to ring alarm bells I d-
2: I, I did see the name of this player in the chat. It was unrelated to the game. Why do you but, Why uh, do you
0: do that? Well, you're giving them like, oh, I'm gonna go back. There haven't been that many players. Someone's in gonna there. figure it out. Yeah, well, yeah The, the mean, last The last one should be pretty Cam- close. Cameron, got
2: 2021, it. LA Galaxy. That's Cam- a pretty
0: Cam- pretty Cam- big. Cameron is. Hold on, I'm supposed to do the 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 sound. horn. Hit the horn. There we go. Oh, good job, Cameron. Cameron, Cameron he, he says DC gives it away in Seattle. It is uh O'Neill Fisher was the answer for that. By the way, the final guess was that for his national team uh he plays for Jamaica yeah, U20 in Jamaica. <laughs> I was like, oh, was, let's not get to that one, but it will it'll was, give it away. If
2: you, yeah, if you guys had a little too much imported from Jamaica, that's you wouldn't have fi- been able to figure it out by that point. So Cameron, uh, we'll Cam- leave that at there. Cameron, good job, Cameron. Cameron, well
0: well send me an email um cornerofthegalaxy@gmail.com. Uh give me your address, all that type of stuff. I'll send you some stickers, all right? Um good. Uh, okay, so let's get to some post game. Uh, let me pull up some some Greg Vanick talk. Uh, people were upset. I, I actually enjoy whenever Greg Vanick goes against the grain on this stuff. Like very, he went very hard against the grain on everybody. Uh, whenever he talks about you know his post game comments and sort of where he was where he was at. Nikki K asked him the question, uh, sort of what he made of the game. Uh, and so uh, Greg has this wonderful answer. We'll play it.
4: Yeah, it was. Uh extremely proud of the, the fight, the work, the, the performance, the play, uh, everything about it, uh, except for we conceded two goals at two very bad moments within the game. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know a time in my history that a team has come into RSL, uh, a Galaxy team especially, and dominated them this much. We had many chances. We only were able to get one. Um <clears throat> I think the fight that the guys showed each other and showed uh, on the field today, uh, and the way it ended, uh, I, you know, for me, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a, a big lesson and turning point for this group because I, I I feel a different energy in the in the locker room right now than I've ever felt this entire season. I hope it is because, uh, yeah, this group laid out an incredible effort today.
0: So, all right. There we go. A little uh, Greg Vanny afterwards. The the different energy, Eric, is an interesting little tidbit. Right. Because um, as we as we all saw uh, Roy Kent, whenever he, of course, was doing uh, his his commentating, he says, you're not in the locker room. This guy's you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's happening. Right. Like the whole thing. Well, Greg Vanny is in the locker room. He does know what's going on. He does know what's happening. He can feel it. Chicharito said something similar afterwards as well. Uh, Jonathan Bond was shell shocked. Like I haven't seen a player shell shocked, and I thought if you want to talk about the guy who who really sort of got what it meant to feel like to lose to RSL, Jonathan Bond hit that on the head. Yeah. Um, with all of that, he,
2: he wore that one. Un- unfortunately. Yeah. But and but to what to Vanny's point, I think that also is a clue to how frustrating Sunday's loss to Austin was. Because, you know, when you look at a team, yes, we don't know what goes on in the locker room. But if they came out on Wednesday and just looked flat, they, were, they would be a defeated team. But they came out and they rebounded. They were angry. They, want, they wanted those goals. They, they came out with that energy. And Vanny mentioned it. There was a different energy in the locker room. So that tells you that they, they, they responded. So they, they were hurt. They were wounded. And they, they were up to the challenge. They responded to it. And so that's, that's a good sign, as bad as the result was. And it was. It was two inopportune times. The worst times you have to concede a goal right before the half and right uh, in stoppage time, you know, it doesn't get much worse than that. And so it hurts that, that was, it was really a, a loss that stung yesterday.
0: The change of energy, though, it just means it, it means so little yet so much, right? It's it's abstract. It's not something you can p- sort of put your your finger on. By the way, Jose, gave us five dollars super chat. I want to answer Jose's question in a second. I want to get to Greg Vanny mm-hmm. and sort of what he said as well, because I think. I asked a little bit. I said, you can talk and and I don't know. You can go listen to me ask the question. It's on the the total video. I won't do it. But I said, basically, Greg, you know, you can talk about all these positive things. But winless in the last eight, three game losing streak, your worst. Um, you're worst. You're know, only uh, four, four points, five points, four points out of being completely out of the playoffs right now. So this is the lowest point for the LA Galaxy. We assume it's the lowest point. Lose to LAFC this weekend. It, that will be the lowest point. But this is the lowest point for the LA Galaxy. You can talk positivity, but you know, I mean, what's the assessment there? This is the lowest point. You can say it's positive, so how you go? And so, this this was I said, if, I asked him if that was a fair assessment. He said, he, he thought that it was, and then he, uh, he said this.
4: As I said, it's, you know, we've been on a road stretch, and we haven't been able to get the first goal, and, you know, we've missed a number of chances, uh, but as I said to you, this is, we're a group we have to find the way to actually win the game, the big game, and, you know, the big game, but it starts with you know, I think it starts with the commitment and the effort that the group put in tonight for 97 minutes. And uh, you perform like that, I truly believe you're going to win a lot more games than you lose. Sometimes you lose. That's football. It's it's the way it is. And, uh, you know, they got a couple chances. They scored a couple goals. The last goal is a worldy of a finish when he flips it up over somebody's head and he scores. What the hell are you going to do about that, right? It's, 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 it's football. Uh, they made a play. We didn't make a couple other plays where we had chances. But, you know, what we take from this game and I thought again for much of the performance in Austin was I think we are finding our form, we're finding our rhythm, we need to still complete the final action a few more times but I I think uh, if we can keep performing like we did tonight, this is going to turn, the winds are going to turn, we're going to get more balls in the back of the net and the momentum will shift in our favor and I firmly believe that and the guys put in a hell of of an effort.
0: All right, there you go, little Greg Vanny. Uh, for you after the game you can watch that full press consp- conference by the way corner dot the um, over on our YouTube channel as well it's there uh, Jose five dollars super chat appreciate that um, Jose says I see more fight in Grand Sur Sh- Grand Sir and Jovalich why do you think Vanny leans on Cabral and Alvarez more than those guys am I missing something yes and you actually keyed it. I, I, well, and that's why do you, you got to play like that? Yeah, so I know. Jose,
2: he, he paid four ninety nine.
0: I know he did. And Come on, I mean, but, be polite. But Joshua. he, but he's asking the correct question, though. Okay. Am, I, am I missing something? Yes, you are. And and this is, this is something I learned playing baseball, and it's something I learned watching baseball. And I was a better baseball player than I ever was a soccer player. I know that surprises everybody. I wasn't a very good soccer player. I was an okay soccer player, um, but I was a better baseball player. Um, and there used to be a player for the Angels, uh, Garrett Anderson. Um, and I couldn't stand him because it always looked like he wasn't trying, right? It always like, Oh, Garrett Anderson, lollygags out in the outfield. Oh, he lollygags down to first base. Oh, he's like, no, whole deal. Yes, it's a bull Durham sketch, but it's also what I always thought of Garrett Anderson. And I had to, I, eventually somebody put out some stats on him and how fast he actually is. Uh, his smoothness is fast. So you're looking at two guys like Grant Searer. And Jovalich, who are max effort guys. That's great. Roman Alessandrini was a max effort guy. You know who wasn't a max effort guy sometimes? Landon Donovan. Not a max effort guy, right? Chose his moments. Yeah, chose his moments. He, he coasted whenever he could. He understood times to take breaks. You get it. Now, Cabral is not at that level. And I don't want to compare him to Landon Donovan. But he is a coaster. He is a guy who doesn't look like he's running hard. But he is a smooth runner. Alvarez is the same way. Alvarez is not fast. Um, he's just, he's quick. He gets up to speed quickly. He's able, he's actually very good on his body position. Um, and so, um, you, you have to understand that some, not everybody looks the same, right? And so I would say that with Cabral Cabral has again, better goals plus assists than, than Grand Sear, All right. So if you're going to play by straight stats, then you're playing Cabral. So the reason he's putting him out there is when Cabral gets, and we talked about this already, Cabral gets in to places that gran Sir doesn't. Um, he makes runs that Grancer doesn't. Now, Grantser does things that, that Cabral doesn't do. In, in the one on one game, Grancer is a better one on one player. He's not great, but he's better. Um,
2: it's pretty close, though. Cabral also. Uh- has taken some play some defenders one-on-one and made them look foolish they, they're similar to me on taking play but the fact that they're not afraid to take players on one-on-one that's similar yeah
0: and then jovial is no nonsense right no nonsense God, i will run through a brick wall i will do this i mean you know we can make the the sort of eastern block uh I jokes he, about him but he's he's yeah. very single-minded i'm going to score goals that's what i do that's it done yeah we're done discussing this there's no more to talk about
2: i think at halftime he, he chews on tin cans I, I think i saw that as a you know, uh, special on Jovalich. But to to go back to answer that question as well, uh, you know, Vanny leaning on Cabral, well, he's uh, he's leaning on Grinser He put Grinser in the position to start. So so there's that piece there. And you mentioned also, you know, why Jovalich probably isn't getting that love. Chicharito's the starter. You know, you're not going to start him over Chicharito. If you're playing with the the one striker system, uh, you know, and you have to choose between Chicharito, Chicharito and Jovalich, you're going to choose Chicharito every time. And so I think that's why you're not seeing Vanny pull the trigger on him and getting him on the field unless right. we see that 442 this week.
0: How's the power going over there in Texas? I just we're going to go late. I want to make sure you know I've, they're not going to switch everything off.
2: Uh, I'm good to go. I okay. got all the lights plugged in. Yeah, power grid. Okay. Uh, is there an issue with the power grid? I haven't heard. I is haven't it?
0: heard. I don't know. So ask Ted <laughs> are, things,
2: are things bad around here?
0: Yeah, this I've heard I've heard that hey, it's not great in California a lot of times too. So uh let's not pretend. Don't bury your head in the sand about Which, the, the power grid. But
2: to be fair, the one time the power has gone out of me it was when I was recording from California. So yeah, just gotta say, gotta throw that out there. Yeah, but I know where
0: you were at and I would expect that from that city. Yeah, so it was, uh you know, armpit of the state. It it is absolutely one of those places. (laughs) So, um, anyway, that's, that's it. Cause I, the only reason I say that is because we're going to go long tonight. It was Landon. He interrupted our whole show. Gosh darn it, Landon. How dare you? Um, so anyway, so yeah, I mean, I sit there, listen, there were guys who didn't have great games. Um, I thought Depew was okay. I thought Koulibaly was okay in, in bulk, right? In momentary little minute, they, they had problems. Um, the problem with defenders is that in momentary little moments, that's when goals get scored. The problem with Which, midfielders is that like, you can get away with that sometimes. Forwards can fail nine times out of ten. They score a goal. Look at Chicharito. He had five or six chances, and he got one. And good job, Chicharito. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that type of thing. Uh, overall, I hear what Greg Vanny is saying. I hear what Chicharito is saying. Uh, this frustration that you're seeing with the Galaxy is still productive, right? Um, I don't think it's a negative frustration, and that can easily be the case, right? You're working so hard. You do everything. The effort that team put out to not get any results could have killed this team, and Vanny says it did the opposite. That's a good sign if you trust what Greg Vanny is saying. I do. I haven't been... I don't think we've been led astray by him yet. Uh, Trust that process, and I know trust the process is sort of one of those things to, like, you can't say... But, yeah. but trust it, it is It is kind of... Frustration is a real thing for this Galaxy team that you have to guard against. So watch that as we continue.
2: And I also think that's why it was a fair question to say, is this the lowest point? I think a three-game losing streak, go into your rivals, another El Trafico, who, to a team that's also limping, limping in to this weekend. So if you lose to your rivals at home, make it a four-game losing streak, winless in nine, I think that definitely is the low point and then you have 2 weeks to kind of stew in that frustration and I think that's that's where that that would be the low point and that's where you maybe hit the panic button and start uh you know you know start making your vacation plans early maybe those don't worry about the playoffs set your reminders uh you know start start making your plans in November that you're not going to be watching Galaxy games I think that's when those sirens can go off so it's it's a big game this sunday because that that could mark a low point for the galaxy if, if they don't they don't figure out how to finish these chances
0: but you must believe you must trust yeah. you must do all of these things these are very important things that you have to do and by the way if you're guessing secret words i want to hear secret word and the guess because you guys start throwing <laughs> walls against the word it's what it's it's spaghetti out there twiddly, right. winks. Uh, yeah. twiddly winks yeah i don't yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's going to get us banned. It, it will eventually. Uh, yeah, that's where it is. I, I don't think there's any other stuff that we have seen uh, in this game that we need to go over. It does raise some questions for me, though. And the things that raise the questions for me are will the Galaxy, you know, make the playoffs? Um, what does the future hold for Sebastian LeJet? Uh, you know, what does this galaxy midfield look like in 22 and who is still there? I'm telling you, that's going to be the biggest change is going to be what happens in the midfield one, because I believe Jonathan dos Santos is on his way out and a designated player spot is going to be open. So what kind of DP do you need? Um, you know, all of these things, um, are, are big sort of questions. And then Eric, I remember, I remember galaxy fans after 2020 talking about 2021. Um, and they were saying, you know, their hopes when the Greg Vanny was announced was, you know, Greg can get the LA galaxy to the playoffs. They are currently in a playoff position. Um, and having said that, you can't sit there and try to now suddenly move the goalpost. Well, you know, they should be past the first round. You know, this team is good enough that it, yeah. this team is not good enough. Well, I think we're proving that this team but is not good enough yet.
2: I'll, I'll push back because we've had this discussion at the beginning of the season after teacher hot start as well with the 10 goals in 10 games. We said, Okay, now ten goals in ten games is twenty goals crazy? Is twenty-five goals crazy? And you you move the goalposts because of how you started. And so I think that's what happened: is they had a heart start. So you say, you know, if you would ask me at the beginning of September, are the Galaxy going to make the playoffs? Are you crazy? Of course they're going to make the playoffs. It's just going to be a matter of you know, can they get that home game? But now it's definitely getting a little squeakier, getting a lot tighter. The teams in front of them are creating distance, and so I don't, I don't feel as good about making the playoffs. Now, as I did at the beginning of the month, because, you know, they walked away with two points in September and that's just that's not good enough to to stay ab- above that that home line, maybe enough because other Western Conference teams are going to beat each other up. Uh, but you also don't want the teams in front of you to create so much separation that you're now going to, you know, you allow teams like Houston and Dallas and Austin to spoil your party and mention all the Texas teams there uh, to spoil your party when they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to but they're not going to benefit from leaping ahead of you. They're just going to end up, you know, hanging on to your leg and kind of messing up your game. So, so I, I just feel uneasy about it. I think you're right. At the beginning of the season, we said fifth place, sixth place. We'd be happy with that right now. They sit in sixth place. Yeah. If they're able to hold that spot, we'd be happy. But they had, they had the fourth place spot. They had, they had a home playoff game that they could have coasted if they just went to split the points, go in the middle, you right. know, just don't, you don't have to win them all, but you know, just maintain and that they haven't been able to maintain their ground. And that's the scary part.
0: Patrick, make another guess. Um, I'm trying to get the secret word thing over with. It's starting to, starting to annoy me, especially because <laughs> people are, people are throwing stuff. I don't, it's like every word, every weird word we say, they're usually not weird words. Um, so, uh, I have seen it. I just need an official guess. Yeah. It's frustrating
2: seeing all these guesses that they're making that that they just keep missing it. Yeah,
0: that is whatever. It's like again, it gets me angry and then I sit here. I'm (laughs) This is what happens in a weird way. Whenever I start getting blamed for LA Galaxy stuff, by the way, like that, I think I actually take that and I'm like, are you have to be kidding me? Like I sit there, I, I spent, and why is it that the people on Facebook, Eric, why is it the people on Facebook have the worst takes? Like, it's just a general thing. Like I can deal with people on Twitter it's, all day. It's like, oh yeah, this is easy, blah, blah, blah. Go on Facebook. And I'm like, where is this
2: coming from? I have no idea. Oh, you, you said it right. It's on Facebook. Have you, I know, have you been on Facebook I since, know. uh, in the last five years? I know. I think, uh, it, it speaks for itself. I know. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Um, Galaxy will make the playoffs. I'm still... Actually, I, I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I, I did make a bet with somebody. Somebody was like, well, they're not no, going to make the playoffs. It. I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm betting for it. I don't know if I'm okay. guaranteeing. All right. Panda makes the guarantees that don't come through. Wait, do you want to hit the buzzer? I mean, I don't know. I feel bad about it now. Like, because Cause, cause cause Patrick, double, cause double Patrick had it and now Cameron is trying to double up and steal well, it. So. Cameron,
2: Cameron's already got some prizes, and Patrick was next in line. I think we're good there.
0: <sighs> okay, so Patrick, Pat, Cameron, you don't win both. Uh, Patrick, we're going <laughs> to give it to you. Uh, the secret word is frustration, um, and boy, was this week frustrating, and, and the frustration was real for the LA Galaxy. So, uh, Patrick sent me an email. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for playing. Hopefully you guys like this game. I don't know. Sometimes I think that I get too carried away with it and I and I don't pay attention. So I do a lot of things in here anyway. So uh, that's what it is. Uh, Sebastian Leggett is he here next year.
2: Yeah, he'll be here next year. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's easy. Uh, what's the what's the LA galaxy? Do the galaxy go out? What's the if you're going to say if you're going to say designated player, you go out and get a designated player. I don't care. You don't give me a name because those are that's a yeah. useless useless exercise right now. But but what position do they need?
2: So, (laughs) I've been saying this since I've been coming on the show. The Galaxy still need a cam. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm going to modify that a little bit. Okay. So, I'm not going to say that they need a cam. They need a playmaker. And so, that doesn't necessarily need to be someone who's in the middle of the field. But it does need to be someone who's capable of creating plays and finishing. They need to have... Those two can't be someone like we're seeing with Grand Sir who looks like they're just going to be able to create the finishings not there. Can't be someone like Chicharito who the finishings there, but they're not pulling the strings. They just, they're, they're the final step. They need someone who's going to be able to create in the midfield, move in transition, and then either dish off or be able to bury it like, a, you know, a, a Giovinco type when he was in his prime, someone who's, they're, they're part of the attack. They're pulling the strings. They're the playmakers. It's also not going to be a popular thing if I say this, but I am going to say it. There's a guy who's across town who hasn't been playing in a lot of games, but when he was in his prime, he was pulling all the strings. The goals were coming. He was getting the goals, and he was creating the goals uh, for one of the, our rival teams here. So I'm not going to mention it because I, like, I don't like to give them credit. But he was a playmaker, so maybe not a cam, but they were someone who pulled all the strings. That's the type of player they need. Generally, that's usually a camp. That's a, a central attacking midfielder. Right. But it doesn't necessarily have to be. It just needs to be someone who's capable of, of finishing and capable of setting up other players and creating transition play. Because the, the Galaxy have shown, they're going to work best when they're in transition. So they need someone who's going to be the antithesis of what LeJet was yesterday. Instead of stopping the play, and Dos Santos, who's done it a lot, you know, stopping the play, playing it back to the center backs instead of, and they need someone to break and move forward and and find that open, that, that open runner, uh, find Chicharito in front of the goal. That That's what we need.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, Eddie said that, you know, you need a young playmaker. And I absolutely disagree with that. It doesn't have to be young. And in fact, it can actually be somebody who only has maybe three or four years left in their career. Yep. You need a, a, somebody who is a proven scorer, that can uh, that uh, well, a proven commodity, you know, somebody who can create. I agree with you. It's a it's a central attacking midfielder is the correct answer.
2: Yeah. Well, you, David mentioned it. It's someone like Modric, Luka Modric. Mm-hmm. You know, that's someone. He's not a young player, but they can create. He's going to dish it off. He knows how to finish. That's the type of player. And yeah, he's older, but I I take Modric for for two or three seasons. He he's still going to be able to. To create yeah. havoc in Major League Soccer, so that that's the type of player I think the, the Galaxy doesn't should have, be looking.
0: At. He has a PR issue, doesn't he? He has a he's a Probably. public relations issue I, that I don't think is going to go over well. So, um, that's there. Let's.
2: Who, let, who does let, it nowadays? Yeah, yeah. as say. a as a Portuguese American, I, there's a lot of a lot of bad news with with some of these these players
0: always always is um, all right LA Galaxy uh, doing the Landon Donovan celebration uh, again if you missed our Landon Donovan interview catch that it's at the very top of the show um, Landon was great uh, just an FYI LA Galaxy uh, 2 versus San Diego Loyal at 7.30pm Pacific time kickoff uh, Dignity Health Sports Park season ticket holders you can get your tickets for that so you can go check that out Landon will be coaching against the LA Galaxy 2 but that's okay it's still gonna be a fun night uh, as all that goes on Then, uh, excuse me, uh, they're asking fans to show up, uh, around 2 PM to start, uh, for Landon Donovan statue unveiling. I would imagine you want to be there a little bit before 2 PM. FYI, they're asking the media to arrive around 2 PM. I will be there around 2 PM. Uh, the statue unveiling, uh, ceremony itself at legends plaza will kick at 3 PM Pacific time. Galaxy versus LAFC kicks at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And then Landon Donovan will be inducted into the ring of honor at halftime. And that's at about 5.57 p.m. or so. Not to uh, not to get exact on anybody. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's sort of where it sits uh, for that one. So uh, that's the uh, schedule of events coming up. One of the things that I wanted to get to before we get too far into all of this um, is that the Galaxy arrived back in town late last night. Everybody was off today. Um, late last night, early this morning, really, um, they were off today. They'll be back on Friday for sort of a little bit of training. Uh, and then they'll go through a walkthrough on Saturday and then they'll train on Sunday. Again, our media call is on Friday. Uh, so right around noon plus about 30 or 45 minutes that's usually whenever we have those um, that cha- time can always change. So you can expect some updates from Greg Vanney on anybody who's injured there. I think uh, Chicharito will be talking, perhaps Sebastian Leggett as well. That's my understanding of, of who might be uh, be talking about that. Uh, the LA Galaxy schedule coming up, though, Eric. Um, we talked about it. Seven games left for the for the Galaxy. Uh, those seven games are an interesting little mix whenever you uh, whenever you try to figure all this stuff out, only because you're going to have games where they... Uh, you have four games at home. You have three games away. I went through here, and I looked. Um, I can get the LA Galaxy to 51 points. Is 51 points enough? 51 points is enough, right? That should put the LA yeah, Galaxy... Yeah. I don't know that it gets it, them the home playoff game that they want, it but it puts them in but the it, playoffs.
2: It, it, yeah, 51 points gets them there
0: yeah um so i look at this game coming up in the la galaxy playing against lafc i'm gonna say it's a win um i genuinely genuinely believe this these two <laughs> teams are like riding that somebody had the meme of them both on the titanic and it was sinking uh no. and that seems about right um whenever you whenever you like have yeah
2: the the one i posted was a, a car accident you Yeah, know, if it's like el Tráfico, you have el Tráfico instead of having a ferrari and a lamborghini you have a You know, uh, a 1984 Honda Civic and a 1988 Nissan Sentra that are just bumpers falling off. Uh, crashing into each other it's bad news
0: yeah it, it's not it's not good now somebody also said this might be the worst del traffic ever i it's, it does not matter when when do you <laughs> yeah. the, the form yeah. of these teams does not matter so don't focus on that that's not Just something yeah. that you have to look this is this will be pure chaos it will be as crazy as you ever expected it to watch this will be the game that ends zero zero um yeah, this but is, I, this is Zubak's moment to shine it, it, uh, hey the chicha whisper don't knock it <laughs> Um, 7.30 p.m., uh, the LA Galaxy will take on the Portland Timbers at home. Portland, extremely hot right now, Uh, playing very well. Uh, I liked how the Galaxy played them both times they played them. There was the red card in the first one, but played really well up until that red card in Portland. They have them at home. They beat them at home before. I can't tell – I can't – in my mind, this is a draw best-case scenario. I'm going to say this is a very optimistic look. I imagine that they have turned the corner. I know we didn't see it against RSL, but the corner has been mm-hmm. turned as far as I'm saying. – they're looking into the corner to turn it as we speak. So if you're going with that, then that's where I'm saying. They head to Houston. But yeah. um, well, I'll, I'll yeah.
2: jump back in there. The the one thing also going for them, Portland is hot right now. I would not want to play Portland this weekend, but after the 13-day rest,
0: yeah, maybe Portland
2: hopefully would have cooled off maybe – you know they can have their number there so that's fair
0: uh go way to houston uh the galaxy never play well in houston so i gave them a nope. win Absolutely. Um, <laughs> LA Galaxy versus Dallas at home should be Dallas at home. They lose to Sporting Kansas City on the ru- road, uh, on the rude, ru- ed, the road. Um, <laughs>
2: the secret word is rude. It's rude. Um,
0: they lose to Sporting Kansas City. Here's an interesting one. Seattle. They go up to Seattle on 11-1. Now, if you just take that on its space value, you say that's a loss. And as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I have it written down as a loss because it's Seattle and they're one of the best teams. What if they already clinched the playoffs? What if they already clinched their spot? There's two games left. They're one of the top teams. They're going to be good. Maybe they decide they're going to rest some people. Maybe something like that. So, I mean, I have it as a loss. So, just
2: just so, saying. So, So, like, when they rested their players and went to Austin and stole three points like that a Galaxy team couldn't beat?
0: Yes, correct.
2: Okay. So 100%. Fair Austin, I'm just double-checking what you Austin's
0: playing better now, by the way. FYI, I know I have, nobody wants to hear that. No, there's an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. They are playing better. <laughs> they got a number nine. That changed the way that they played they, significantly.
2: But... To be fair, and, I, and again, this is something we talked about, and I'll mention it also, is that you have the benefit of being able to speak to Greg Vanny after the game and Chicharito, so you get the you get it explained away to you, and we have to sit and stew with it. I feel so you better about it. Yes. Yeah, you walk away saying, "Oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'm feeling good," and we just have to sit there and and stew in it. So, so you you do have that benefit. But, I, uh, I,
0: know, uh, I know. I know. Austin
2: every- could be playing better, and they should still should have beat them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, they should have beat them. Well, yeah. I mean, they they played a, actually an okay game. It was, that was not as good as the RSL game by the way. And Correct. you know, they lost both they those better. games. The result, Correct. Uh, I am a hundred percent in agreement is that don't tell me you're playing better while you're losing games. I don't care. Right. It's one of those. <laughs> if you're a fan that says that I agree, I don't care, but you still have to know that that is happening, right? You have to watch the games to know that that is happening. Um, so that's one of the things. Uh, so they lose to, to Seattle whenever they go up there and then they beat Minnesota at home and that gives them 13 points, which is 51 total points. Yeah. I mean, but that's optimistic, right?
2: Now, yeah, mine. You want to hear mine? Yeah, I'll just go quickly. I have this weekend a draw, mm-hmm. loss to Portland because of how Portland's playing. How dare you draw
0: this weekend? <laughs> we'll get into yes, our predictions. Ahead. Okay,
2: later. I, I think I think a win versus Dallas. Okay, you know, or, at home.
0: W- Win versus Houston, right? Or did you or, get the Houston no, one? am
2: sorry. Draw draw versus Houston. Okay, away a draw away at Houston. Okay, because like you said, they don't play. Then I have a win versus Dallas, loss at Kansas City, loss at Seattle, and I think Minnesota is a tough one. That could be a a draw, but I'll shift that to a win. And so I have them at eight points. And so, you know, 38 plus eight, 46 is 46 enough.
0: It might be. There's some, there's some, it's scary. There's enough. It's like, everybody's cannibalizing each other right now. So there's a lot of that going around whenever you look at it. So I could, I could see that being, being enough. It's, I mean, it's enough right now to where they are. If they can sort of just get back on pace. And by the way, you can't lose the rest of your games, to make the playoffs. Duh. You know, that's one of those things you're going to have to win some games. Um, and I expect them to, they're not as bad as eight games. Winless. I know that I can see that. Um, that being said, would I be surprised if they lost every single game on here and out? Yes. Yes. I would be surprised they're playing better. So, um, it's, it's one of those to sort of watch. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, and, and sort of where that's out. Uh, if you're looking this weekend at who is playing and sort of, uh, what is going on uh, across the league? Uh, Seattle's versus Colorado this weekend. Kansas City versus Houston. Colorado at Seattle. Portland versus Miami. That's a win for Portland. Portland's going to start clamming. Cl- Portland's going to clamor up into that top four. Spaces.
2: Distance, that's right. That's what I was saying about, the distance. Mm-hmm. Those those top teams, the The best game for us is the Colorado-Seattle because someone someone's going to lose drop points there. Yeah. But, but, yeah, the, those top teams, SKC, Portland, uh, seattle They're, that distance is just going to grow between them and the, and the galaxy
0: uh let's see. i think we salt lake at austin la galaxy versus lafc minnesota at dallas vancouver versus san jose uh san jose dallas houston i think we got them all yeah that was all of them so the western conference so keep an eye on the western conference coming up uh that's where you're gonna watch all this i asked greg Vanny if you start watching the scoreboard now and he's like yeah but just by the definition of it's getting closer to the end of the year i like how he also told me he goes yeah it's it's absolutely um, he, and what did he say? He said something he goes, oh yeah, the, well, you know, at this point, time of the year, the table gets more clearer. And as we've seen, everything is getting more condensed. Right. And he goes, and by clearer, I mean, everybody's getting closer. Like we're seeing that clearly that everybody's mm-hmm. getting closer together and sort of stacking up against each other. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> should be fun. Uh, by the way, uh, Jay says, uh, what's the lowest points any team has gained and still made the playoffs. Um,
1: Hmm.
2: I I'm will say, say it's in the low forties. I, yeah, I feel I like think we've had this discussion I feel, in I feel 2019, like, oddly enough.
0: I feel <laughs> like it, it is. And I will say that with the number of teams you have in the, in the Western conference, there's a better chance of it being a lower point team that makes it sort of into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of where we have it there. Uh, let's talk about El Trafico a little bit. Um,
2: oh yeah. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> oh yeah. We have El Trafico.
0: Oh my God. These two teams are just, they're like slide You want to talk about backsliding into something like mm. just, there is just no way on God's green earth that either of these two teams are playing good soccer right now. Um, they're, they're, they're not, uh, by the way, I would like to shout this one out. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, ESPN game, by the way, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time is when the T te- when it says it's going to start. It says kickoff is 5 p.m. Wow. I don't
2: they're think going, I don't how I don't, European of them.
0: Yeah, I know um, somebody asked if the galaxy, are the last game of the weekend. No, there's second to last game of the weekend because I think Seattle plays after um, after the Galaxy start that game. So uh, there's a bunch really interesting sort of storylines. I actually went on an LAFC podcast to talk about this game. Um, and, you know, they were sort of asking Eric. It was funny. They're like, well, will we ever see the the Chicharito and Vela game that everybody wanted? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm like, no, you're not going to. Because even if Vela comes back, which he's been injured and he's been rumored to be coming back for this and they brought up the stat, which I think this is the third time he will come back for an El Trafico and none of that has worked out well for them. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so. Uh, Uh, just that set. I hope he comes back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the team's already messed up. He comes back and messes up the chemistry even more. Yeah, that would be I'd love for him to come back. But you're right. I I don't think we're going to see this uh, it's just cursed MLS. We're not going to see this Chicharito versus Vela thing that we've been waiting for. We'll see Chicho versus Chicha, yeah. but uh, not Vela versus Chicharito.
0: The, one of my favorite jokes is somebody said, that, oh, LAFC got a Chicho and they're hoping that people won't notice. <laughs> you know, It's like, yeah. oh, it's so close. They, <laughs> they won't notice uh, that type of thing. Listen, um, Chicho is a good player. He can he can score yep. some goals. He has a lot of energy. He does a whole bunch of things. Uh, we talk about Vela coming back. We talk about Atuesta uh, coming back as well. So, I mean, they're getting some pieces back that should make them a better team because if you've watched them they lack talent right now, which is not Correct. something that you have seen from LAFC so far in um, in their tenure. And their defense is as shaky slash more shaky than the LA Galaxy's. It won't show on the scoreboard, but if you've watched them in recent time, I mean, the goal, the second goal that Portland scored was as simple as a defender ran past the ball and didn't get yeah. to where it was supposed to be. That's,
2: and, and that's the thing with, with the, where you go in feeling a little bit better is that defensively, their their style, they like to push forward just like the Galaxy likes to, to push forward. So that's going to leave openings. You're going to, you know, I like the Galaxy's wingers in a foot race against those LAFC defenders. Like you said, Portland was easily be able to just you know, walk right past them, And then well, that strike, that's also something I wanted to mention. The strike by Espria in that game, if you, if you switched over after the Galaxy, if you weren't sad enough and didn't go straight to bed, and you switched over, he hit that with s- such pace. that and That's what the Galaxy's missing, you know, with Cabral and Grand Sur and Chicharito. No one is striking the guts out of a ball, and i i just like to see that. I think Joe Vlitch is probably the, cl- the closest to doing something like that. But that's what I, I want to see. I want to see a banger.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, listen, I think you're going to see goals in this last time, by the way, the LA Galaxy led in the game was against LAFC, uh, the 3-3 draw at Bank of California Stadium that that was the Galaxy scored first. That's the last time they scored first in a game, too. Um, and we can talk about that real quick because I have the stats and I wanted to share them again. Uh, but as it stands right now, even after the RSL game, the LA Galaxy are 1-9-3 when they allow the first game and they get outscored 3-1, to Eric, 3-1, 29 goals against 10 goals for uh, when the Galaxy score first. So simple. They are 10, two and two. And the last time they did that was against LAFC. They scored first and they ended up getting a draw out of it. And when they do that, they outscore basically their opponent two to one, 28 to 15. All right. This is, I mean, again, and we joked about it on Monday. The expert analysis (laughs) is score
2: first. It's, it's it's so simple, but also it, it changes how you play. You see with real salt Lake as well, you know, the galaxy dominated that first half. And so when, when the goal happened in the second half, RSL had that cushion they were able to kind of hang back a little bit more and so the Galaxy again continued to possess but you know RSL was stacking the box you know Chicharito like you said the chance was really created out of nothing the defenders were in position it just Chicharito created the space and scored but it changes how the other team plays you know so when they don't score first obviously you're the other team's gonna park the bus and it's gonna be a lot more difficult to break them down so it's it's a it's a no-brainer but I just yeah, you want to see them score first. Let's score first, especially against LAFC. Historically, in El Tráfico's, uh, the LA Galaxy doesn't like to come out and score first. Usually, uh, you know, with, with, a, with a few exceptions aside.
0: Right. No, I mean you can you can see that for sure. Um, and so, I mean, whenever you look at the LA Galaxy and and you're trying to figure out what they're trying to do. Um, especially in this game is is I mean this to me this feels like all the pent-up energy and all the anger and all the frustration and you're giving them this chance to go and just throw it all against the wall I mean don't do this
2: yeah, don't do this to me Josh you, you
0: know don't Eric, give me
2: hope Eric you
0: know I mean <laughs> th- and that's you know that's sort of the thing that we look at so much with this with this galaxy team is that they are capable of doing this right we have seen them be capable of of scoring goals. We've seen this early in the first you know, part of this season. All of these things are real things that we have seen them be able to do. And there's absolutely no reason, no reason seeing how they played against RSL. And I know some people just grab their chest. I, I know I'm making people angry. It actually makes me, it gives me little tingles inside, <laughs> like just that I know I'm making people angry. If you watch how they played against RSL, if they apply that same level to what they're going to do at home and you know, you always have to ask what the difference is between a, an El Trafico game. And first of all, throw everything out. Throw, it doesn't matter what their records yeah. are. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. But the difference tends to be that at home, the LA Galaxy and El Trafico win games. Uh, LAFC has never beaten them at home. That's something that's on the line. Don't do
2: that. Don't you, do this. You Josh. have to. You <laughs> have to say it to. out loud.
0: You have <laughs> to say, I, but again, I have no power over the LA Galaxy. I don't jinx anything. It's impossible yeah. for me to jinx anything.
2: But to to go back, uh, the the loss against Minnesota um, and then the loss against Austin, I told myself, not going to get my hopes up. You know, they didn't show up. They they didn't create chances. So against RSL, I was like, you know what? They're going to lose this game. It's midweek. It's away. They're going to lose it. And then you watch that first half and it's like, okay, Maybe they can win this. I have a little bit of hope. And then, you know, just to have my heart ripped out again. So that's the frustrating thing is, you know, back to the bonus word there. Uh, now, again, you're right. The, this could be the game, you know, the Stan Marsh where it's all over the place. Just the, an explosion. Vanny uh, already told this could, you. This could, this could be the game. And that's the <laughs> that's what drives me crazy is because it could be. But also looking, let's look at the the, the form guide that the form guide tells me don't expect a win. Don't expect them. You know, that's, that's why my prediction is, you know, a draw, like a Ru- one, one draw. Roulette. You, you can't expect a lot of goals.
0: roulette theory. I'm calling it out right now. Roulette theory. You can't keep losing games. It doesn't make sense. It goes against the odds. It goes against everything they it says it's been red, 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 red. It's going to come up black. This is the time it comes ah. up black. I think that all of this, there was, if you'll remember, and I think maybe it was 2014 season LA galaxy on the road. Playing against Colorado, uh, it's either 2014 or 2012. It's one of those. Uh, they're on the road playing against Colorado. The Galaxy are down, I think three nothing or two nothing at halftime. Um, I think it's three nothing, three nothing at halftime. Bruce Arena, yeah,
2: okay, I, I do yeah, remember. Yes,
0: that. Bruce Arena comes out of the halftime. He goes over to Kelly Tennant. Kelly Tennant was on the sideline at this point, and she's like, "Bruce, what do you need to see from this team?" And and he sits there and he goes, he goes, you know, he goes, "I think we're going to see a reaction from this team." I think I think you're going to see something. He goes. I think this is going to be the start of something. This is going to be this is going to be something that happens, right? And by the way, this is in the summertime. Okay, this is we talk about the LA Galaxy in 2014 and how like they didn't get sort of started at the right time and the whole yeah. deal, and they sort of coasted Peek, into it. Peaked the, at the right time. They, 2014. 2014. They hit summer and and they took off, right? This is like August and they took off and they come out and they. I think they scored four goals. They ended up winning the game four to three in Colorado and the whole deal. This yeah, Greg Vanning already telegraphed it. He told you. He told you something's different in the locker room. There's a, there's an understanding things clicked. They didn't click hundred percent, but it's starting to get there. By the way, do you have a, do you have a game preview? Are you, do you think, are we going to try this live? I, I
2: can. I mean, if there, if there's a super chat, maybe I could do it. But sp- speaking of the odds, yes, give, give me do the odds. Know what five, you know what 538 says? By the way, hold on. Let me, let me, let me sell this well. $5 for,
0: for Eric to go ahead and do a, uh, a dramatic game preview. We will do it live, even though it doesn't always work out great. We're going to do it live uh, for it, but we're going to do it. Um, so, and, and by the way, uh, Jay says uh, roulette rule, but for which team though? Very, very good. <laughs> very good argument against the, uh, uh, the, that's the, fair. the whole thing. That's fair. It's um, going to go green. Yeah. It's you gonna, know, double zeros. <laughs> double zeros. Everybody loses. <laughs> loser, but loser.
2: Um, yeah. But you, what, what did the odds say? Five five thirty-eight has the LA galaxy as an underdog at home against LAFC 35% chance to win. They're giving LAFC a 40% chance to win, 25% for a draw. If you go to Bovada, it's plus 150 for the Galaxy to win, plus 160 for LAFC. So Vegas says it's about a coin flip. Mm-hmm. They're giving a gal- the Galaxy a slight edge. Right. Uh, but draw all signs point uh you know maybe draws the way to go.
0: Magic Eight Ball says a draw, huh? I don't know. Um You know, somebody wrote in, by the way, and said, you know, that they, by the way, I'll I'll pat myself on the back before I definitely agree with this criticism that we do a great job here on the, on the corner of the galaxy, giving you the analysis of what has happened, but maybe not always do a great job of of sort of previewing what's going to happen against, you know, a team like LAFC or, um, you know, just looking at at sort of where, where the Galaxy um, and who the Galaxy's opponent is. Um, I think we've talked a little bit about it, but, you know, LAFC really is one of those quick passing possession teams, but likes to get out and cheat on offense. They are very much a mirror yeah. of what the LA Galaxy do. And I know you talked about that uh, so much. And so uh, for me... I, again, I want to say that the LA Galaxy go, go and start with this four four two and just say, you know, screw it. We're going for it. We're going to score the yeah. first goal, and we're going to make them try to match our energy, and we're going to make them try to do all of these things um, that are, are sort of happening. Um, and and I, I just, I don't know that, that Greg Vanny is going to be as sort of forward-facing as, as maybe I would be. And just, you know, me on FIFA is like, everybody forward. Everybody <laughs> forward. Uh, don't worry. Well, we'll, we'll worry about that.
2: And you see it with Julian. Julian, you know, Araujo basically lives outside the 18-yard box. I mean, he's always up there. So uh, the Galaxy likes to cheat up there as well. So there, there's an opportunity for them to to capitalize.
0: I guess nobody wants to hear your uh, – <laughs> I just – I mean – I can
2: do it anyway.
0: Why? why? No, I was, I was going to play it up. Right. Oh, then I guess you Fair won't enough. get a dramatic game preview for this. I mean, we haven't done one in like a couple months because it doesn't always work well whenever we do it live. That's the reason. Um, and then everybody's just going to sit on their wallets like, oh no, no I'm not going to do time. it.
2: Yeah. Now's the time. Be a team <laughs> We've player. Some good super chat throughout the, throughout the we hour. Have,
0: we have, be a team player hour though. Half. You know, come on. Everybody, everybody needs to help on. Are right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I will, uh, I will hit the button for the music that I had to figure out where it was because we haven't used it for a while. <laughs> so I got it. Here we go. Uh, LA Galaxy versus LAFC coming up 5 p.m. Uh, this game is ESPN. Um, is it ESPN? I need to check that. I will check sure. it. I'll check it while while Eric is doing his thing. So uh, it, I will it won't
2: be a time. Spectrum game. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: I, I know it's nationally televised. I just don't know if it's like on Big ABC or something like that. Sometimes they do that. All right, here we go. LA Galaxy, LAFC, third time El Tráfico.
2: To all my fellow G's. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're not too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. We know the games and we got to get to the playoffs. So I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. I want you to know that we're never gonna give you up We're never going to let you down. We're never going to run around and desert you. We're never going to make you cry. Never going to say goodbye. Never going to tell a lie or hurt you. So now it's your turn, LA Galaxy, to rickroll into Dignity Health Sports Park and show us that you're never going to give us up. You're never going to let us down. And you're not going to run around and make us cry and don't say goodbye to our playoff chances.
3: Ooh,
0: I like it. You rickrolled me. I didn't know know that was going to happen, but I appreciate it.
2: I thought it was fitting, you know, with, with the Ted Lasso energy that I'm bringing. I thought kind of tied in, uh, you know, I, I love a good Rick roll, so I had to throw it in there.
0: Do you want to tell everybody why you have a, a Richmond jersey and do you want to do it without being a total diva about it? I'm just, I'm just asking, you know, because <laughs> oh, whenever I, you sent it to, whenever you sent it to, to us, you were like, hey, look what I got, you know, and you're yeah. showing it up and down and we didn't need that picture of you in your underwear either, but thank you for that. So, you yeah, know, continue,
2: you know, the, you know, the fact that it was in front of a mirror pure accident, yeah. I can assure you. I'm Sure. Uh, you know, basically as we've been known to go hard for Ted Lasso on this show and obviously on Twitter, you know, I've made my, my dance, my TikTok dance with Ted Lasso, you know, kind of a side by side, you know, tweeting about the show, talking about it. So I got a, you know, direct message from Apple TV. They said, Hey, Notice you're a super fan of the show. We'd love to send you something. Send us your address. So I got a nice little loot crate. You can kind of see the box behind me. Came with a jersey, a visor, a Richmond scarf. Nice, high quality Richmond scarf. So yeah. just shows the, like the magic of Ted Lasso and how uh, you know makes you feel good. You know, you know, and obviously with all the Emmys they won, you know, people are are, are on the Ted Lasso train. So I was glad to. Get a nice little little freebie here. And some people were asking how do I get one? I guess it is a loot crate. You can get it on your own. You can you can purchase it. They are available. Uh but I was just I was fortunate to be fortunate enough to be one of the lucky fans uh to get it sent to me. So Again, not to rub it in, but I'm kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, um, I, I have a I have a scarf coming too. I didn't want everybody to think that I didn't have a. I have a scarf <laughs> coming too. I mean, I had to pay for it, but I have one coming. It's coming. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, Eduardo and Roger, both super chat there heroes. There you go. For Shout career. out to you, Eduardo, thank and Roger. Thank you, thank you so we much. We salute you, sirs. We appreciate that. Uh, Game on, ESPN and ESPN Deportes. Thank you, chat room, for the getting that. Also looked it up. Well. Eric was doing his thing uh, and Jay gave you a $5 super chat and says, Bravo hammer. You just Rick rolled the listeners live. <laughs> Congratulations. Very good. Um, anything else that you want to cover? Oh, we want to get predictions, huh? Predictions for this game. Um, I will go first this time because you so often steal mine. I know you're calling a draw, too, so this won't be hard. This won't be hard. Uh, (laughs) 70 to 1, I believe, for the LA Galaxy. Uh, (laughs) I feel there's a lot of pent up aggression in this. Um, 13 red cards in this game as well, which is a lot. I understand. Um, No, seriously, uh, 3-2 win for the LA Galaxy. It will not be pretty. I actually think that there will be some pretty goals scored in this, but neither of these teams knows how to play defense and both of them like to cheat forward. And so one person will score and then the other person will score and then it'll go back and forth and back and forth. Um, I could also, there is, you know, the sort of the, the me watching progression through these games. I feel like there's some pent up goals coming as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if this had you know, tops, seven goals in total or eight goals <laughs> totals yeah absolutely just you know balls to the ball. yeah, you know, yeah, horrible balls you know going all over the way so um i think the la galaxy win this game i think this is a winnable game i think lafc is in a bad state i think the galaxy are in a better state just watching how they played um although i think if you watch that lafc game in portland game uh you could say a lot of domination by lafc but no finishing and so uh i don't know maybe these two yeah. teams can't find a they're goal end- zero zero right it'll be one they're, of those
2: they're they're perfect for each other, and I, I've been kind of choreographing that this, everything seems like a draw based on the Vegas odds. 538 has them pretty close, and so I'm thinking a draw just seems like it just makes sense. These teams are, you know, they're both on losing streaks. They're just not going to be able to get over the hump. But Greg Vanney has convinced me. You've convinced me. I'm I'm going to go 3-2 Galaxy win. I think it's going to be close. We're going to see some goals. Of, these teams are not going to pitch a shutout. Uh, we're going to see some goals, and I think Jovolic is going to do to LAFC what Ima did to RSL. He's going to be the LAFC guy. He's going to, you know, score that banger that we've been waiting for. I think Jovalich is the guy who gets it done this weekend. Yeah, why not? I mean... You've convinced me. They're any, winning. They're It's done. anything any, in stone. Any, anything the Galaxy are happen. playing great. They haven't lost any games. We're going to win.
0: Do, do we know what uniform they're wearing? I guess we'll find out tomorrow probably. Um, It'll be white. You think they're going white? White versus black? Yeah. You're not going to change gonna, anything? No. You're not going to put saying.
2: an Austin on that and have the other team in light colors. Yeah.
0: Um... Hey, again, uh, LAFC have never beaten the LA Galaxy at Dignity Health Sports Park. Jinx. Um, the <laughs> LA Galaxy have not lost to LAFC this year. Jinx. They're one of only two teams now. The LA Galaxy haven't lost to this year. The other one's Houston. Jinx. Uh, I'm trying to get them all out of the way because uh, you know I'm going to get blamed <laughs> yeah. for them anyway. If I'm this as is well. the
2: yeah the the reverse jinx. You say it so much that it it goes in the opposite direction. So uh,
0: that's where it is. Uh, all right. I guess that's it, Eric. I mean, one we knew yeah, the show.
2: Only, it feels like we just an started. Only hour and forty minutes. <laughs> we just started. We could <laughs> go. We could go longer. Time. It's we all could,
0: good. Um, <laughs> I would like to point out that if you're on one of my Twitter, 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 yeah, Twitter, Twitter followers, um, it, you can go ahead and uh, and check that out on Friday afternoons when I drive home from the office. I have about fifteen minutes on my drive home, and I like to talk about the LA Galaxy. Uh, by the way, Phil Berm says um, white kits, white kits, and and you're right, yeah. So. Uh, just yeah, wanna, it has to be. Yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, but I do go on Twitter Spaces and have a little audio chat on Twitter Spaces all, all by myself, my lonesome. Um, but you're more than welcome to join. I had about, I don't know, 20 people in there last time. So just sort of keep that an eye. Around five or so. Hopefully I get off a little bit earlier, but that won't happen. So it's about five or so. Um, and <laughs> on my way home as I drive back uh, to my house, I will do a, a quick little chat. Uh, I'm, by the way, really, you should be tuning in because I will lose it if somebody cuts me off. Like I scream and shout at people whenever I'm driving. Not road rage. Like I won't go after anybody, but I really think people are morons. So. So, um, I, I will, I will let it fly. So wait till that happens and we'll, we'll sort of see how it goes. Uh, big weekend, Landon Donovan, uh, going to be yeah. inducted into legends plaza there, uh, going to be inducted into the ring of honor, um, for the LA galaxy. He was on our show, um, which was still kind of crazy. I can't believe that happened.
2: And, and lived up to the hype, you know, yeah. humble guy. So, told the great stories, just, he, he was, every, he, you know, he was Landon Donovan. He, he was the Landon Donovan we've, We've come to know and love, and he delivered on that. So, shout ch- out to Landon. Yeah, I mean... True, a true legend.
0: It, it was one of these weird things that, you know, I sent that email a week ago, and it's like, I'll never hear back. Which, by the way, I don't blame him. I, I would not be been okay with it. Yeah, yeah so it would have <laughs> been fine. Um, he's kind of busy this week. Yeah, he's very busy this week. Um, and the fact that he stopped and, and came on the show just means uh, means so much. So, it was, it was a lot of fun. He's great. Um, Landon has always been... A great guy to talk to. I I mean, throughout the years, I know people have all sorts of stories about him. Uh, I'll tell you that there's a lot of stuff you didn't see. Um, Landon used to invite kids back um, and a lot of times kids with disabilities or illnesses and that type of thing, uh, he would invite them back and they wouldn't get led in through the locker room. They would lead them through the backside and Landon would spend a lot of his time after games back with those kids. We couldn't see it. And I didn't know about it until somebody told me about it. It was not Landon. Landon didn't come out and say it. And there's no press and there's no pictures about it, like that type of thing. If they took pictures, it was like on the phones of the parents who were there and that type of thing. Landon used to do that. And that was a consistent thing. Throughout the years that uh, he would stop and take time to do that after the game, after a win, a loss or anything else. Um, so, you know, just it, yeah, I, I feel like all the stories of Landon's kindness to people haven't been told. It's one of those. He's a very quiet guy uh, and he's never going to tell that story. Um, that's not his style. That's not the way he goes. So um, but uh, it was truly uh, special um, and I get to cross this one off the list. Robbie Keane's next, by the way. I just want to know, like, where's we're going on the list? I mean, if we're going, I'll send an email to Robbie tomorrow. If, if I, maybe I'm hitting my lucky streak. This could be it. Um, I also thought about just quitting after this show. This could be it. You know,
2: we're, this, we're, this, this would be a hell of a way to go out. It would.
0: Uh, by the way, approaching show number 900 in about 15 shows or so, we're getting... Closer. I don't know where we're going to do anything. Again, not really, not really there. But a thousand is going to get next year for a thousand. We're we're yeah. doing something.
2: Uh, I'll I'll ship the confetti cannon so they're there and they're ready
0: to go. I still find confetti from show seven hundred. <laughs> it was seven hundred or six hundred.
2: seven hundred. Seven hundred.
0: Okay, seven hundred. I still find confetti from seven hundred. Um, yeah, in in the office, it's still there uh, all the time. All right. I think about it does it. We've rambled. We've talked. We've given you predictions. LA Galaxy versus LAFC coming up this weekend, Sunday. Uh, LA Galaxy two game with Landon Donovan coaching for San Diego. Loyal on. Saturday night, 5 p.m. kickoff. That is an actual 5 p.m. kickoff time. It says 5 p.m. on the website. That hasn't been wrong all year, so make sure that you're there. It might be a little bit after. It might be that type of thing, but uh, keep an eye on that as we go forward to 5 p.m. kickoff. ESPN, ESPN Deportes. Hopefully, you have your tickets. If not, head to our Discord. Lots of people selling tickets in the Discord. More than welcome to go in there and check it out. You buy it your own. Uh, risk. I'm not in charge of that. Somebody scams you, Nick, you go after them. I don't care. But um, you know, just just go in there, be respectful, get your tickets, show up to this game. Yes.
2: That that being said, if you're going to buy, the corner of the galaxy Discord is one of the safer places you can probably go to People to get, get a ticket. People so. get
0: yelled at if they try to scam yeah. you on there. Like I don't, yeah. I let it go. It's sort of, I'm yeah. a market free market sort of guy. You, yeah. Like if it's, a, if they're charging a thousand dollars for ticket, don't buy the tickets. Like, you know, that type yeah. of thing. Um. But yeah, so head over to the discord. You can do that. Uh, and the link for that is always in our show notes as well. All right, we're done. I want to quit. Eric, anything else for you?
2: <laughs> That's good. Show, show up, be loud. Let's go galaxy get this way
0: all right tell people where they can find you let's go
2: all right as always you can find me on twitter at hammer EV. You can also find me on instagram at galaxy profile that's galaxy p-r-o-f-o-u-l
0: all right if you're looking for me on twitter it's at j guessman j-g-u-e-s-m-a-n and of course at galaxy podcast corner of the galaxy.com. all of our interviews articles all that fun stuff you can find it all right over corner of the galaxy.com head to our youtube channel in fact is everybody if you're on this you're watching our youtube subscribe to our youtube give us a thumbs up subscribe to our podcast this is the time. It's National Podcast Day. We appreciate you. We like you. We're glad that you're here with us every single week, Mondays and Thursdays. Thank you for being a part of this wonderful, wonderful journey that we're on. Big thanks to Landon Donovan as well. Legend himself. He was on the show tonight. Super huge. He's inducted this weekend. Legends Plaza. All right. For Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Beer, I'm Josh Patel. Guess when you've been listening. You've been watching to Corner of the Galaxy